Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listener discretion is advised. Make note. Uh, good morning, everybody. Rafe Williams joins us this morning. Uh, good morning, Rafe. Great to see you. We're off tomorrow, just so you know. Don't show up. Don't show Don't up. Don't come tomorrow. here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Don't show up. We're off tomorrow. We'll no, still tonight. be playing some fun re- rewinds, yes. so everybody uh, else should show up. Yeah, everybody else should show up. But, uh, yeah, tonight is Rich Show Night over at the Blues game. So we're taking tomorrow off. And I was explaining to Rafe that when we do events late at night like that, I mean... Relatively late. So right. the game starts at 7. It'll probably go till, you know, 9.30, 9.45. Yeah. And when it gets past a certain time of night, I start back timing. Like, okay, I'll get home at 11. Uh, by the time I get into bed, at uh, 11.30. All right, I could I got operate on three hours of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. It's the, a, it's a, I'm no mathematician, but this is going to hurt in the morning. Yeah, it's going to hurt yeah. in the morning. This is going to hurt. I'm the king of that. Like, my monkey brain starts going, I was telling you guys that earlier, like, I'll start making deals with myself. I'm like, all right, bro, just close your eyes and let it all go. <laughs> six hours. You can run on six. And then I'm like, remember that time you dropped a brick on a kid's toe in third grade? God, that was a real, you should apologize to that kid. And then I'm like, <laughs> start getting in your head. Yeah, man. Then I'm like, all right, five hours, man. Five, yeah. We've done five hours before. Yeah, easy, yeah, easy. Five's doable. Then you get to that event horizon where you're like, three hours. I should just get up. I should, yeah. you know what? I've pulled all-nighters before. And mm-hmm. then uh, you fall asleep about an hour before you're supposed to get up and you feel like crap, though. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's that's about it. Well, I mean, basically this night is dedicated to uh, to Jeff. 
you know, if you bought the theme ticket, you get the Jeff Burton bobblehead. Awesome. Uh, which is, I mean, really sweet looking. And uh, tomorrow we're going to do a, a kind of a best of Jeff yeah. uh, rewind. So you get some Jeff tomorrow on the program. Yeah, tonight will be tonight Maybe I will great. come in. Oh, dude. Uh, tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah just stand outside. I'll just, respond. <laughs> I'll just sit in here and respond <laughs> as if I'm in studio. Tonight's going to be incredible, though, especially when everybody sees those bobbleheads. Holy oh, yeah, yeah, those you are sweet. Coolest things ever. That's, that's the coolest giveaway I've ever, ever seen anywhere. Yeah. How, how many? How, uh, sixteen hundred. Yeah. So if you bought the theme, you had to, you had to get the limited theme ticket. Edition. Very you had to buy the Risho Night theme ticket. Awesome. And those went in like a day. Yeah. Sixteen hundred tickets gone. Yeah. Pretty pretty incredible giveaway. Uh, you know, Blues. I'm sure they're gonna get a win tonight. It's gonna be great. Of course. Yeah. We've, we've yet to do a Risho Night where the Blues have lost. No. That's true. We're we're yeah. undefeated. Wow. And we're confident. It's not one of those things we're worried about. We're, no. we're confident. No. No. They're playing the Sabres tonight. Come on. Plus. We're gonna get it uh, done in uh, in uh, you know regulation time and, and beat the weather home. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what? I don't care if we go to overtime. Well, I do. We're off tomorrow. I understand. Oh, that. weather. I'm trying to beat the weather. You got a jeep. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be fine. fine. We're inside. Lock You're in fine. the hubs. <laughs> yeah. Lock, yo, remember those? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lock in the hubs. My buddy had a Bronco. Yeah, dude. Just yeah. have to get out. You have to get out and actually turn the hubs to make. They're it. next to impossible too. I had to, on my truck, man. That was. I just sit there forever and try to turn it, and finally well, click in. So what do you like, got to do? Jeez, I, don't, I never had anything like that. It was on the well. For mine, it was on the front wheels. You go up there and yeah. you just switch it over. The old four wheel drives used to have to get out and like turn oh manually, it. manually like it. turn it on your wheel. And now you can do it while Jesse. you're moving. Yeah, like, yeah, crazy. it's crazy stuff. Technology's amazing. Four wheel drive while in motion. Whoa, uh, yeah. Hey, ooh, hey, my ooh, Jimmy ooh. had that. We've had that for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) My GMC Jimmy. Yeah, I think I'm going to switch to four-wheel drive while I'm going 55. All good. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. I think you have to be in first gear and going real slow. To do it on the fly? Oh, yeah. I don't think you... First of all, why would you engage four-wheel drive at 57? That's why not. insurance company (laughs) trying to say. Why not? What are you doing? Why not? You can put up the four-wheel drive on the the Jeep. You don't have to be going first gear. Sure, but it ain't going to engage until it can. I mean, they don't, they don't, yeah, that's, no, let's not do that. Nobody do that today, okay? Try it. <laughs> no. I don't think that's a good idea. Even Tell your insurance company, Moon Valjean. Nope, nope, nope. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, 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 seriously, no. I need to know because I don't know if it's supposed to be under a certain speed limit or, or what. Because I've, I've been going, you know, 30 miles an hour, 35 miles an hour and put it in four wheel driving. Seemed to be fine to me. Really, I don't know. That GMC was the first one that would do it for uh, in motion, but you had to be you had to be pretty slow. Jeep owners, let me hear you. I'm not messing. with I got that. some good news. Uh, you can switch to four wheel drive. Most modern four wheel drives allow you to switch uh, to four wheel drive while driving at speeds below 60 miles per hour. Wow. Boom. What now? And it, learned you. And engages like that. Dang. Learned you again. Learned got me the technology. Some. Like Rafe said, that was from Moon. Not for me, so tell you well, sure right. uh, As far as the snow goes, uh, and this is from Fox, too, the big story this week is the impending winter storm. It has all the classic earmarks of a solid snowmaker. The only aspect of the system that is marginal will be the temperatures, which will hover close to freezing throughout the event. That is important to the eventual impact on roads, which may not be as bad for as long as the snowfall totals would typically indicate. So the system arrives late Tuesday tonight. Likely will begin as a cold rain after 9 o'clock, 
A transition to snow will occur sometime just after midnight. So it's going to be one of those, we'll wake up in the morning and there'll be snow on the ground. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be nasty, though. Slushy. Gross. The heaviest it's snowfall expected nice. to fall between 2 a.m. and 8 a.m. Wednesday morning. Kids, I don't think you're going to school. That's pretty cool. I don't think the kids are going to school. That's cool. Everybody gets the day off tomorrow. Man, that sucks for me. Oh. <laughs> well, you were looking. You, home? you were looking forward to a morning by yourself. I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll have fun. Uh, the heaviest snow totals will be generally along uh, and south of one se- uh, of I-70. Snowfall totals in the area, including metropolitan St. Louis, will range from four to eight inches. The chances that St. Louis would see eight inches of snow are fairly low. The National Weather Service says that it has around a five percent probability of happening. So they're saying around five inches. However, towns south of St. Louis, such as Farmington, have a 25% chance of receiving 8 inches of snow. So they're saying Dang. rain starts around 9 o'clock tonight. Heavy snow between 2 and 8 tomorrow morning. Heavy snowfall expected south of 70. Snow could impact morning rush hour Wednesday. That's the story. There it is. So settle down. Okay. It's all good. Settle down and, and be prepared. A couple of, of, bu- a couple of buddies of mine said that... Uh, People must have been freaking out because the grocery stores were slammoed yesterday. Oh, really? That's oh, it doesn't take much in St. Louis. That's our favorite thing to do is freak out over one inch of weather and destroy every schnooks in a 50-mile radius. <laughs> yeah. He said he it's went crazy. in there. Yeah, the he, shelves are bare. He said yeah. it was wild. He's like, have, have people never been through a day or two of storms before? And, uh, yeah, packed, packed. Yeah, I'd like to get the opinion of Liv, you know, afternoon girl who you know just moved here from Portland. This would be... <laughs> Portland, Maine, this would be her first major snowfall here in St. Louis. And her thoughts as far as, oh, my God, four inches. It's probably, I'm sure it's not considered yeah. a major. This is, a, no. yeah. Nothing. I'm not sure we should consider it a major. I mean, no, isn't, it's not isn't major. everybody of this a certain age where you remember how this was three, four times a year? And it this was, was the disappointing more. snowfall. Yeah, this was the, this oh, we're like, probably going really, to school. Really, it's not even worth it. Like, oh, come yeah. on, give us some snow. They canceled I was blown away the first time I found out they canceled school because it was too cold. Oh, that happened mm-hmm. once. It didn't even snow. It was just like, it's too cold. It's too cold for the kids to be out at the bus stop. Bus, at the bus, bus stops, stop. Yeah. And I was like, man, they didn't give a damn when I was a kid. <laughs> they were just like, it could have been put on Antarctica. And they're just, yeah, you put on your Transformers gloves. And take a walk, bro. Oh, <laughs> You're man. going. Wear did dad's you, coat. Did anybody have the gloves that, ch- that had the... Uh, Depending on how cold it was, changed colors. No, you had hypercolor no. gloves. Jeez. No, they weren't hypercolor gloves, Rich boy. They, yeah. They had, yeah, I didn't have them. No, I had oh. friends that had them. Sure, sure. They had um, the gloves themselves didn't change colors, but there were certain things on the gloves, like a design would come out wow. or like a transfer. Need so Look that up. All right. Yeah, my gloves were the kind that made my hands colder. Oh, yeah, no. there's the cheap had... little cotton things. Oh, what about the thin, not the thin gloves? Yeah, like the thin... <laughs> isotoners. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like like the freebies. Yeah, the free gloves the, you get. The, the freebies with like sponsored things on the back. That if the... they get wet. Yeah, if it, oh, the ones you bought at concerts. I do remember these. What were they called? They are called. That's uh, uh, loading slowly. Um, Let's see, favorite 80s favorite gloves, Freezy Freakies are back. Freezy Freakies. Freezy I do freakies. remember these. I think there was, my sister might have had a Smurfs one or 
something. I remember. Yeah, they were like plain looking gloves, and uh, then depending oh, on how yeah. cold they got, snow yeah, gloves. Oh, yeah, snow okay, gloves. okay. I th- so yeah, when, when you say when you say like gloves, I, I'm assuming we're talking about those free. I remember these, just cotton ones. Or whatever. Tell you something, there nobody in my hometown had the money for those. <laughs> <laughs> tell you right now. Well, look at that, twenty nine bucks for Galaxy Free Free uh, Freezy Freakies. I, I guess I guess the robot or the spaceship or the yeah, there's something appear. appears when it gets cold. Okay. Oh, look at the BMX ones. Those are I'd dope. Kind of killed for those. Man, that is sweet. Rad discounts on rad gloves. Whoa! Now I'm sure back in the '80s they didn't cost 29 bucks. No, these are probably awful as. Far and as I would guarantee it. My, we had hand-me-downs from someone else, <laughs> like a cousin gave them to us or something. Yeah, for sure. I was wearing that. We actually uh, found some old Christmas videos of uh, of us when we were like sledding. Remember that one year, uh, uh, Rafe, that, that it was like totally frozen. We had a whole bunch of snow. Then we had a total freeze, and it was just. Sledders like heaven. back in the eighties or nineties. This was probably ninety one, ninety two. It was it was the greatest winter of St. Louis, like for kids. I I had stitches that year, which means it was a good year because I slammed my head in a tree mm-hmm. uh, sledding. But um, we we were we were watching this stuff, and I'm it's like ninety two something around there. So I'm eleven, twelve years old, and I was wearing my mom's my mom's snow boots, white yeah. and purple. Like that's that was that was St. Louis back then. You wore whatever you could to get out there mm-hmm. and start sledding. It yeah. didn't matter what you were wearing. Isn't that, it's so cool, man. There weren't a lot of heavy regulations going on in the 90s. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dude, they closed was... a lot of hills down these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my dad's friend, Rodney, this should be a red flag right out of the gate, used to pull us on. He had a Volkswagen hood that he just flipped, a beetle hood he flipped over and drilled two holes in and put a rope through it. Yeah, would just drag us behind his Silverado just down the regular street. Yep. And then he like took us out to the junkyard, which what could go wrong? Uh huh. And we would pull <laughs> me and my brother on a four wheeler in the junkyard on an old Volkswagen hood. And I just remember, you know, when stuff happens, it feels like it's in slow motion. Yeah. He went over like it was probably like a twenty foot drop down of a hill, and he goes, "You guys want to do it?" And he's like drinking a Keystone Light <laughs> in the cold. With two children on the back of a four-wheeler. He's like, you want to do it? And, of course, we're kids. We're like, do it. And I just remember him going down and the sled going oh. straight off. Like, he was, the speed we got oh. with the rope pull got us going so, so he fast. Didn't, he didn't slow down. No, he went full throttle down this hill. And instead of us going down the hill, we just went airborne. And I just remember my brother, like, <laughs> my little brother making eye contact with me, looking scared and holding on to the rope. And then, like, in slow motion, it was like cliffhanger duty, let go. And he was just like, he was gone. He was a victim of the powder. And he hit, knocked his two front teeth out. Oh. oh, yeah. And I, like, wanted to keep sledding. So I'm like, come on, Shake it off, man. <laughs> this poor like you're missing kid. teeth. Yeah, he's like, shake off those missing front teeth. Yeah. Oh, that, sounds, uh, that sounds familiar. We had a giant, we would slide behind the high school, and uh, the hill ended at a brick wall. Nice. What could go wrong? Right. Let's build a jump. Of course. You have to build a jump. You have to build a jump. <laughs> like, the end of the hill, there's no, there's no, uh, you ever go sledding at Hidden Valley? Uh, yeah, talking about the polo plunge? The tubing, plunge? yeah, the polo yeah, plunge. Yeah, yeah. Where they have, when, you, when you're done with the actual hill part, they have like a level out where you slow down. Mm-hmm. There was none of that. It was just straight into the wall. Yeah, your landing pad was brick. Your landing pad was a brick wall. So let's build the jump. And of course, let's be the first person to try it out. Gotta do it. So, builder jumps. Hit the jump. Take air. 
fall off the uh, fall off the, the inner tube in the middle of the air and land straight into the wall face first. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure 30% of my childhood was just getting our story straight. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of yeah. like trying not to let the fun end just because one guy broke his elbow, you know? Yeah. It's just like, well, okay, calm down, man, before we go okay, in here. Okay, so, so your all... brother loses his two front teeth. Oh, he gets, he smoked. It was like, because the, the junkyard was like, it was a junkyard, dude. There was just like loose metal. And like, <laughs> it was not good. It was not a good, well, but it was like, it, oh, when it snowed, it was beautiful. What did Rodney, That was our hidden valley. What did Rodney <laughs> tell your mom? I'd be nice. He went back and told my dad. I think he just dropped us off in the driveway and was like, <laughs> we had a little mishap. And then he just like, <laughs> you know, takes off on his four-wheeler. Right. <laughs> we came back with more adrenaline and fewer teeth. See you next time it snows. Bye, Rodney. They're like, them was baby teeth. Don't worry about it. Man, we You're did, welcome. We did the truck thing too, but we didn't have we didn't have the hood. We had the old school red runners <laughs> with the wood, you know, like the wood handle the on toboggans? the front and the metal bottoms. Yeah, but it's, it's not a toboggan because the wood isn't like isn't a, on the on a, the snow. A flexible flyer. Yeah, it's just about. two red runners. Yeah, it's like rails. Yeah, rails, yeah. and we were getting pulled behind a truck on a gravel road. Man, on, I can't on see ice that being snow. a good idea. It was awful. Uh, it was uh, it was incredible. But I mean, yeah, that thing doesn't go straight. Tubes. Yeah. Yeah, the if only that thing doesn't go straight; it'll go over. The mm -hmm. only concern we had was not getting our arms run over because oh, that'll we were, take an arm off. Well, we had three ropes, so there was like me, my, uh, our cousin, and then Scott, and then three of us are just banging into each other. And we're he's flying Jeez. around corners. It was wild times. And then the story straight thing, man. Out there, we had a four wheeler for a, for a, a brief time, and uh, Scott was on the back, which didn't have a seat. It was like a basket, like a steel basket. We, <laughs> Very smart. And, and we were like just ripping up the country and everything. Yeah. We're like, we got to go back soon. Let's do this one last big jump. It looks like we could get some. Yeah, air it was off one last hill. jump, mm -hmm. man. And we did that, and uh, Scott landed so so poorly mm. that he still walks a little funny. And I'm not I'm yep. not kidding. Yep. He, had, he had a compressed spine. Back, yeah, man. screwed up his back for real. Like, so oh, violently, yeah. huh? Dude, it was I so bad. I could barely move for about a month. And and what did I do? I still feel guilty about this, by the way. You're like, dude, just, what'd you say? Just uh, it uh, was, shake it off, man. Shake, yeah, like, shake it on. off. Get up. Yeah. Cool. You're, Everything's you're fine. Good. Everything's fine. Don't, I couldn't even not... breathe for probably like a, remember how I could barely get any breath? Yeah, we laid in the field. couple minutes and. He laid down, couldn't move in the field for 30 minutes. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not calling emergency services. Well, I don't want to get in trouble here. We're going to, uh, you're going to be fine, Scott. Just, we're yeah, gonna... dude, you don't want to get Fight Club canceled. You know? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan on Twitter says, when my uncle was a little kid, he took off down a hill on a sled and it was stopped by a car tailpipe to the eye socket. Oh, my Woo! goodness. What did you tell your mom? What had happened was... <laughs> <laughs> to the eye socket. Yes. So, uh, That's and, crazy, man. Is well, Hidden Valley cool? Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley oh, yeah. cool. awesome. I've never been. Yeah, it's cool because it's, awesome, it's 10 minutes from my house. Yeah, it's just the uh, problem is the bottom of the hill, There's they have all these like brick walls, they have tailpipes, they have all this stuff you run into. <laughs> oh. Junkyard metal. <laughs> yeah. None, like of that. None of that. Oh, then I'll feel right at home. <laughs> no, never, awesome. it's, it's what we have. It's I've a perfect, never snow skied. It's a perfect place to learn skiing. It's a perfect place it to is? learn snowboarding. Yeah, yeah. And, and if you even if you get good or. You know like why you, it's a perfect place? You don't have to drive two hours. Yeah. yeah. It's here. Yeah, and you're up on the top of the hill in, in 15, 20 minutes. And Here's my concern. Is there an age where you don't try something new like that? Is there an age where you've aged out of learning to do something that involves a lot of falling? I think skiing. Are you athletic? Well, there was a time I have, you know, I, so played, college your, at, a, I played college sports, but I've... It's skiing? in your nature. It's I think you're still good. Think skateboarding, so? no. 
Skateboarding, I'm out. There's no skateboarding, way. Skateboarding, you're not learning that. Can you imagine me dropping into a half pipe today? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can imagine you trying. Yeah. You've aged out of skateboarding. <laughs> yeah, dude. Skiing, I think you're, you're, you're okay. But I'm you worried, like, like, dude, you don't, imagine being a parent, okay? I'm a big dude, all right? I'm like 6'1", pending on the holiday season, anywhere between 260 and 290. Uh you don't want to see that barreling at your eight-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't stop. On, a, on the bunny slopes. Do you know what I mean? Like, who's this guy? And you, and you can't this, stop. This kid have a thyroid problem? What is this kid? <laughs> I think you should try. I think you should try. Skiing, I think, I think get away with I skiing. I think you'd be fine. If you All have right. any sort of athleticism in your history, I, you're going to be fine. It's so fun, dude. And then if once it you looks un- fun, dude, that it's and it's like a life video game. Once you unlock, like you go down the the bunny slope and you're like, oh, I'm gonna get on the lift and you go up there. And once you have a couple clean runs and you unlock that challenge, then you're like, yo, I can I can maybe ski out in Colorado. And then your whole life changes, we, uh, dude. You know, we went skiing over the holiday, and you know my kids, thirteen and ten, uh, thirteen and eleven, picked it up immediately. Yeah, I feel picked like it's it up a thing you pick up. Hey, why don't you go with us? I'm I'm taking the kids here, like in the next couple of weeks. Skiing, skiing. Yeah, yeah. Well, have I, they I, ever I, been? No, they've never been. These kids have never been. Uh, so I'm I'm taking them to teach them. I will literally teach you when I'm teaching them. All right. You want to take that responsibility? Well, yeah, of course. I'm gonna wreck these kids, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bring fine. your car hood. No, they'll probably be really good at it, and I'll be like the person <laughs> slowing down the whole process. They're just like, what is up with this giant kid? He just nah. doesn't. Get would you do? It. Would, do would you wear a helmet? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've worn a helmet the last couple of times. Man, we used to make fun of people that wore helmets. It's a different time. Different times. It's a different time. Now, if you see people out there, and if I see people without without helmets, I'm like, wow, well, we're really, really taking a risk. That's an unnecessary risk. This well, is a, this is a post Bono world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. <laughs> wow, Sonny Bono he wasn't reference. trying to ski into a tree. <laughs> would the Would the helmet have saved him? Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. So the first day we went skiing, I did not take a helmet. I'm not wearing a helmet. I never wore a helmet. Yeah. Well, then the second day, as I was renting my skis, a woman said, do you want a helmet? I said, no, thank you. And then she gave me a helmet anyway. And I said, this is a sign. Yeah. Probably should wear a helmet. It's a brain. It's fine. It's a brain bucket. You are increasing your speed. And it's extra heat. Your average speed in a day is what? Two and a half miles an hour? Walking? Yeah. Just your your average movement speed of of you out here with your brain uh, uncovered is pretty slow. You're about to increase that by 18 miles an hour or 20, maybe 30 miles an hour. Why would you not protect your brain? I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to fall. That's what everybody says. Famous last words. I'm not going to fall. But, but, I mean, Rafe, you are a traveling uh, comedian. Yes. Um, You know, you've been been everywhere in the country. I mean, so much outside the country, just pretty much. Pretty much uh, lower 48. Lower 48. Never done Alaska or Hawaii, but I've done just about every state. Now, when you when you go to a particular city, maybe a city you've never been to, do you visit famous landmarks? Do you, or or you? I'm gonna stay in the hotel. I do. do I try to make thing? it a point. That's a good question. I actually I try to make it a point because that's easy to do on the road, especially when you're doing like in on Thursday, out on Sunday, to just sit in your hotel room and like. But then I try to go out and do one or two things in the city I'm in. I'll be like, "What's cool? What's the thing here?" Mm-hmm. Like I did Cowtown in Wichita. Don't know if you guys have ever done that. No, nope. they just like moved the. They moved the original settlement of Wichita under the outskirts, and it's like, uh, but I went in, like, February, dude, and I was the only person there, and they have to have, like, they got actors doing, like, shootouts. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> I felt so sad for him, dude, because I was, was like, it was me and a guy and his, clearly a divorced dad, on a field trip with his son, it's, like, trying to be cool. So there's three of us, and they got, like, mic packs on, you know? 
Like, it's a big, uh, like, Bart, I told you no guns in town. Mm-hmm. And, like, you could tell like one guy. show. I was like, guys, you could turn the mics off. Yeah. We're right here. Like, we can, <laughs> can hear you. And, like, one guy clearly just phoned it in and died before in the battle before he was supposed to because the guy, like, tried to throw his line to him. And he was on the, already on the ground dead. And he goes, he just, like, he's like, no, just cut this part of the script. Like, they clearly <laughs> cut it short. And, uh... So I try to go do something like that because uh, when you're reacting to, to nobody, and dude, that felt like an open mic to me. I had th- sympathy for them as a performer because I'm like, I've done these shows for three people, guys, and it's rough. Did they apologize and say usually it's pretty packed out here today? Is yeah, I don't know what's going on prom or something. I don't know. <laughs> usually we have a lot of people want to move into the yeah. cows well, now. I mean, oh, they're. You know, you talk to uh, to to famous bands now, uh, and you know when they first started, they would play to an empty house, and they'd still play as if it was full. Yeah. We're gonna give yeah. these three people the best show they've ever had, whether it's ten <laughs> or ten thousand. <laughs> but then you're secretly like, I yeah, go home. <laughs> <laughs> Soul sucking. <laughs> I've done it. Well, depends we- on the people. It does depend on the crowd. You can have a good show with ten people with comedy, but it's got to be the right ten. It's got to be people that came to party and that yeah. are like, I'm here to have a good time, and or it can be, it can be brutal. Those you know. tours are not soul sucking, by the way. Soul sucking would be one thing because then, then your soul's gone. You have, you have, you have nothing, nothing. What's far worse is soul crushing. We used to call those soul, soul crushing. crushers because you still have a soul, and now you got to carry it around. Crushed. Crushed. Take it out it's to where your 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 tour starts on uh, arenas, and by the end of it, you're playing in front of like a thousand seaters. Yeah, there was and they there move was everything down. There was one year. It was one year oh, in particular boo-hoo. where we were doing <laughs> Wah, right? we were doing shows for. You say you're playing bowling alleys. That's well, that's funny you say that. There were a couple bowling <laughs> yeah. alleys involved, actually. One, in, one in, very famous one in Chicago. Uh, but th- there was there was a year there where within a year span there was uh, some shows that were thousands and thousands, and then the next shows were uh, with like significant bands on on the bill, uh, probably six, and three of them were bartenders. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, what the hell am I doing here? I don't even know. Well, I'll play as if you're playing to thirty thousand. Well, yeah. I, I, give those practice, and you show. better believe everybody did. Uh, every every band on that tour, but it was known as the Soul Crusher tour. It's just practice, and yeah, it's fun too. Whenever you have those empty shows, you get to goof around a little bit more. Yeah, it's kind of fun. They become experiments. Well, yeah. I'm asking about traveling. I I have not been to a lot of places as far like I've never been at Wichita. Like I, I never have a reason to go to Wichita. I feel you. Um, have you been to Toledo? Yes. Oh my God. I would that's, never. That's, I would never have a reason to go to that's Toledo. That's one of the Soul Crusher shows. The the one that so got COVID in Toledo. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, no. New Year's Eve, a lady stuck her finger in my mouth after the show, and I was like, "That's it. <laughs> I got it." It, it had, I, whether it was her or not, I blame her. She Why did she stick her finger in hammered, your mouth, dude? New Year's Eve, she was so drunk, and she literally <laughs> did the uncle move, where she goes, "There's something on your shirt," and then up. I looked down. She went up under my mask, finger directly in my mouth. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, you just gave me COVID. And she goes, oh, my God, you're a freaking comedian. Why are you laying up, dude? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, well, we are in the middle of a pandemic, ma'am, and that's like kind of attempted murder, but hey. <laughs> and thank you. And then I was sick two days later. Dude. Oh. And I, 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 whether or not she did it, I blame her. Definitely. Finger Definitely didn't help. Line, it lines up. <laughs> I'm sure this it didn't like help. like New Year's Eve 2021. Yeah, it lines up. Bummer, yeah. man. Uh, I ducked it for a long time. Oklahoma City. I'm sure you guys have been to Oklahoma City. I would have no reason to go. Uh, Cowboy Hall of Fame. You got to go. Oklahoma City is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's a beautiful I'm, I'm town. Sure, I'm there's sure some, it's there's thunder. You can go see the thunder. 
I'm yeah, sure it's great. I bad. would have no reason to go. There's I get some, that. There's some good food in Tulsa and Oklahoma City. Mm -hmm. yeah. Tulsa's got the Woody Guthrie Museum. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that... And in every little city, you could find something to do. There is a landmark. Yeah. I say if you go to Oklahoma City, you can go visit my childhood home, one of them. Oh, nice. Oh, you live in Oklahoma City? Yeah, about an hour south, yeah. Okay. I'm not doing that. Okay. So there <laughs> is a, a new survey out on American landmarks. And one question they asked was, what was your least favorite U.S. landmark? Your least favorite U.S. landmark. And there were, there were more than 30 choices, including our very own Gateway Arch. Yikes. So we're talking about the major... Major landmarks in the U.S. I got I got one that I, I bet you is on that list, or probably should be on that list. What? Four Corners. Yeah. It's a piece of concrete. A little underwhelming when you get there. Yeah. I mean, it's cool in theory, and then when you drive out of your way to get there, you go, what? It did, what did I do that for? It, it was on the list, but it didn't make the bottom five. Oh, really? Probably because most people haven't gone there. Um, where, and where are the Four Corners? It's Utah. Is it Utah? Yeah, Utah, Colorado, Nevada, uh, Nevada, and Arizona. No, not Nevada. Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah. Yep. So it's just like a little plate on the it's, ground. It's a, it's literally a, a, a like a bronze plate type of thing on a big old piece of concrete. It's cute. Is there a gift shop? I'm sure. Oh, I don't remember. Can you probably. buy a T-shirt there? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> it says, "Welcome to Four Corners." I was at Four Corners and I got this T-shirt. <laughs> I mean, it's cool in in theory to be like you know here's some property lines that define I think these four states. A good one that's pretty lame. Whenever you see it in person, it's a Washington Monument. You're like, ah, it's a a big obelisk, just a gray colored thing sticking out of the ground. Not that exciting. Oh, I'm gonna go the bean. Oh, then Chicago. Oh. Is that a landmark? Yeah, I didn't make it. Yeah, it's a, it's a landmark. Oh, that's like a Chicago a, landmark. You have to get yeah, a picture but, by it, right? But it's not an American landmark. They're talking oh, about wow. national landmarks. An American proper. landmark. I think lagoons oh. could be American. Did the I will tell make you, top five? No. Oh, okay, good. No, the number one most hated American landmark is the Hollywood sign. Yeah. Really? Oh, Tough to get go. to. You can't get there. So you're seeing it from afar, like in pictures, and that's it. But it's kind of fun to when you see that, you're like, wow, I'm here. This is where it's at. Yeah. I wonder if and it's because we're performers. That's probably why. Like it means more to us than the yeah. average citizen. Then yeah. the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. Times Square. Ugh. Oh, and right. the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hollywood right. Walk of Fame. At least they're upgrading that. That's usually just a big on the street. lame list, always. Yeah, but they're upgrading the whole area. What do you mean? Are they sweeping it? Like, yeah, what, no, there's how, there's tons of new buildings coming in. Well, so. it's, oh, they say it's like people harassing you. Yeah. It's, yeah people in costume harassing gross. you. A lot of homeless people there, a lot of drug addicts. Yep. It's wild down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool when you walk over the stars and you're like, oh, that's cool. But then it's like, yeah, it's so wild. Like the the, the goings-on are crazy. Like somebody dresses Batman will harass you to take a picture with them. And if you don't pay them, then they harass you even more. That's the same thing in Times Square. Yeah. They had like, you know, somebody dressed up like Elmo. And you go, oh, look, there's Elmo. Let me take a picture. And if you don't pay them, they get pissed. Oh, yeah. I wonder if that gets out of hand to to the degree that somebody actually does something. Like the the city just says, "Hey, uh, this is actually driving away tourists because the word is out that this sucks." What? So how do we fix it? I think most like the ones in front of the theater there, uh, what's uh, it? Uh, the uh, Kodak, the Chinese yeah, theater. Kodak, yeah, most of them are paid, you know, from the city. But there's a lot of knockoffs that you'll see around there, so it's confusing because they'll show up in the same area. 
and other ones that are usually very aggressive. Maybe maybe there's like a licensing thing yeah. that you got to go through. You know, so, something. Get your picture taken with medium bird. <laughs> <laughs> like Times Square. Times Square is the same cool. thing. It's, it's a lot of lights. You walk through Times Square and they go, "Oh, cool! There's an Applebee's and there's you know uh, the Lego store." Yeah. There's no real Times Square used to there. look so M and M store. It yeah. used to look so cool, like in the eighty. Like go, go watch like a. Not Batman, but like you know, movies from like the '80s and things where you see Times Square. That's that was like what it was supposed to be, right? I mean, it was, it was, it was gritty, it was a little bit dirty. Like, toy stores. There were peep shows. Yeah. Oh, that's not oh, what I'm talking about. That's. Oh. Yeah, you're talking about the '90s. Whenever <laughs> I guess I mean when it when it shifted into like when Disney's oh, came in there. Yeah, like a, a real like tour spot, tour yeah. spot. It's bananas. It's like so crowded at night when you go to New York. Like I've gone twice. I don't know why because I went once. I was like, I hate this. Then I went a second time because I was there with somebody else. And I'm like, we got to go to Times Square. And I'm like, it sucks. It I'm sucks. Telling you, it's crowded. <laughs> it is bonkers. People are hammered. There's like, there's just so much, there's so much going on and none of it's actually interesting. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, yeah, there's some people in the middle of the street. Like, let's get somebody in the middle of the circle and these guys are going to jump over their head. So much going on and none of it's interesting. Yeah. It sounds like all of Vegas crammed into one block. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Without the ability to gamble. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, can get the, you meet the naked cowboy. That's I don't even know if he's there anymore. The naked uh, cowboy. He retired. No, but back when I was when I was younger, it was like sex shops and peep shows. Oh, I don't, I don't I didn't know that. I, yeah, you grew up there. Dan- it was you know dangerous. Don't go there. What? What are native New Yorkers? Your family's still there, right? Yeah. What's their take on Times Square? You know, the way there. we feel about you know, you kind of avoid that area because you'd get stuck in walking traffic, or and God forbid, you drove through there. Yeah, a nightmare. It's nuts. Yeah, that's where the tourists go. You kind of avoid the touristy areas unless you have to go. But during the week there, sometimes you got to drive through it because, you know, you got to conduct business somewhere around there. So you get like a signing or something or a performance at the record shop. Is that in Times Square? There used to be a Virgin Records there. Yeah, it was and that MTV's big there. The MTV was there. The MTV was over there, 1515 uh, Broadway. Okay. That's where it was. And that's that's, that's where Total Request Live would be. Yeah. That's Whoa. where the corner uh, building. He did TRL once and. I did? His bass player Mark and I got to be in the crowd, and they put us right in dead center where you know they'd be focused on the cameras, and it was us with all these little teenage girls, but we yeah, were pretending right. to be so excited. <laughs> it was so awesome. Those were, those were wild times. Now, as far as the Gateway Arch goes, we, I mean, we did okay. Uh, and the question was, having visited this place yourself, talking about the Gateway Arch, would you recommend it to somebody else as a place to visit? And forty-six percent of people said, "Yeah, I strongly recommend this place." 38% somewhat recommend this place. 10% do somewhat do not recommend this place. And I don't know about the 3%. They strongly do not recommend going to the Arch. I'm assuming those 3% were robbed as they were down there. Hmm. Something bad must have happened to them when they were down that area. That was just for the Arch? That was just for the Arch. 3% strongly do not recommend going there. I wonder how many of those are just like that 3% just happens to be locals here. It's like, meh. Yeah, yeah, and three percent—that's super low. So that's actually yeah, that's, a great. That's not bad. That's a great that's not number. Bad. Good. When I first moved here, it was one of those. Uh, you know, we went. My wife and I went, and then when people would come to town, they go, "We need to visit the arch." Okay, fine, we'll go. And now, when somebody comes to town for the first time, I just drop them off. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen the new museum. I've heard great things. I just dropped them off. Down I, uh, I'm excited. I've I hope you have your in- affairs in order. You never been yeah. in, to the museum? I never been to the arch until recently. I never. I was sick the field trip day. Oh man, I was, I was that sick was... the field trip day as a kid and never like wasn't on my bucket list. I went with Mark Norman. 
Oh, yeah. No way. That'd be awesome. And that was actually kind of fun because he's always on, and he was just like, they got out of the arch pods, and he goes, hey, this is where we kill you. You know, like, (laughs) he was bitten it up pretty hard in there, and we were going pretty hard on the tourists and the arch pods and everything in the town. So it was fun. Yeah, he gave him a show. Even the... But it is a little underwhelming as an adult. Yeah, you get up to the top and you go, okay, there's Illinois, there's Missouri. As a kid, it was cool. pretty, pretty immense. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. awesome. Mm-hmm. So on, on the flip side, Arlington National Cemetery was the most favorite. That's a cool landmarks. Place. Uh, Mount Rushmore, the National Mount Ball Rushmore. in DC. Yeah, you been? Well, yeah, and it's uh, never mind the history or any of that kind of stuff. But like, it's a Pearl Harbor National it's Memorial. Right. It's all right. That was up there on the Statue of Liberty. Pearl Harbor is um, heavy. That's heavy, boy. Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty made it. Statue of Liberty. First time I saw the Statue of Liberty uh, was in town, New York, with a bunch of comics for this show, actually. Us STL up late, and we went there back in the day when we used to have our program on 4.3 digital TV. I think about 19 to 25 people tuned in every week Mm -hmm. to watch it. We went as a group, and we walked to the Statue of Liberty at like 6 o'clock in the morning. Went, Let's go see the statues. We're out late. See the sunrise in New York City. First yeah. time here. The ferry will take you out there that early? No, we just walked to like the harbor where you could see yeah, it. Down oh, 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 I see. Uh, Battery Park. And my, one of the guys stepped in a pile of human crap. Yep. <laughs> oh, was like, man, nice. How? Welcome the to real, New York, baby. <laughs> real New York experience there. Mount Rushmore yeah. is uh, it's underwhelming. as far It's, it's not as big as you People think People liked it. Yeah, okay, well, it's not as big as you think it is, and then um, you see it and you go, oh, okay, well, now what? And the, well, now you come back at 7 a, or 7 p.m., we got a laser show on it, and you're like, yeah. okay, and then All you come right. back for the laser show, and you go, yeah, I mean, again. Set to the music of Pink Floyd? P- no, oh, certainly not. Oh, uh, something far older, I'm sure. It's uh, it's one of those things where, like, as a kid, you're like, wow, that's cool, and as adults, you kind of, you're like, all right, man. Yeah. I see. I, I see recently saw... I was highly underwhelmed at the Liberty Bell. Oh, at Philly? I've never seen that. It was cool, but I was just kind of like... All right. It's on the ground. I guess in my mind, I'm like, it's a bell. Mm-hmm. It's in a tower. Somewhere cool. I have it's- to walk up like some... <laughs> I have to walk up a spiral staircase to see where we rang this bell and saved ourselves from the British. And I'm like, no, it is a foot off the ground in a glass case. Just like it would be sitting here on the floor next to us. That's <laughs> how, it. How big? This yeah. is the Liberty Bell, and is I'm it, like, is it right. as big as me? Like, I mean, it's big, isn't it? It's no. pretty big, but it's not in my head. Not as big as. Oh, uh, yeah. In my mind, I thought it was going to be like the size of this room. Oh, I like see. this big giant bell that could be that heard. saved America. That's saved the America bell that saved America. Yeah. Let that's freedom ring. It's freedom a- rings louder than that. It's the cracked one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. what I was disappointed. I'm like, they didn't even it. take care of this thing. It's got a crack in it. It's just <laughs> sitting here, foot off the ground. Well, I remember when I say, you know, somebody comes to town, I just drop them off, you know, downtown. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll circle. I'll circle. Or, hey, call me when you're almost done. Mm-hmm. But I always do say, hey, I'm going to drop you off. Do you have your affairs in order? Just in case. <laughs> so bad, anybody watch? Uh, does anybody watch, like, the true crime Stuff on on Netflix. Are you somebody that watches that stuff? I used to. Yeah. Well, America it's America has an obsession. There is an obsession with the true crime stuff. My girlfriend loves it, dude. Well, now some people are taking this a bit too far. Maybe she's doing this. Uh, the latest social media trend is people putting together a a binder called "In Case I Go Missing." It's an <laughs> "In Case I Go Missing" binder. 
in case they become the subject of a missing persons case and or Netflix miniseries. I don't think this is a bad idea at all. The binder includes DNA, fingerprints, handwriting samples, dental records, blood type, and medical history. Photos of tattoos and scars and birthmarks, as well as images of themselves with different hairstyles. You may think it's not a bad idea. Oh, you also put, like, passwords for social media and messaging apps, important documents like birth certificates, licenses, and, and wills, uh, and work details, along with uh, with info on current and past relationships, friends, family members, coworkers, future travel, and past addresses, and on and on. You put all this stuff into a binder. And the binders, you could buy You could buy them, like, pre-made, oh, and you really? just put the info uh, on, like, for, on Amazon or Etsy. Uh, and one called the If I Go Missing binder sells for about 50 bucks. Hmm. And the folders first went viral uh, a while back because of a podcast called Crime Junkie. Okay, so is this healthy for somebody to put this together? Well, my concern is what happens if your folder goes goes missing? Then all your stuff is in somebody else's hands. <laughs> you have a second binder. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> if I go missing, album goes missing, album. <laughs> yes. It's a real... Uh, Real Bernie Madoff situation we got going on. There's a lot of binders being sold on Etsy. Well, I mean, there's talk about how they could be handy in situations with older family members or or sudden health emergencies. Yeah. Uh, it could also help with people's anxiety and mental health if they're stuck in troubled relationships or feel unsafe. But there are also reasons why people are saying this is a bad idea. Beyond spending hours and hours preparing to be the victim of a violent crime. Yeah, yeah but you're certainly not preparing for that. Head on a swivel works a little better than uh, giving up already. Listen, if you've ever been threatened by anybody or something like that, like and and heaven forbid you go missing, wouldn't you want somebody to know that you were threatened by somebody? But that wasn't included. That's the thing that's blowing my mind about it. When you said it was a binder for that, I just want a binder of like, this is what I think she did. <laughs> my binder is going to be my hypothesis of where I am. That's what I, I mean. Think I think one time she said the best way to kill someone would be plant a tree over a dead body because trees grow for 100 years. So if you see any new trees Look on the property... It. Dig them up. And, and I'm missing. Yeah. I'm under it. That's what this binder's for. That's what you would put in that but binder. But it didn't say that. It said it was but like DNA saying. I want more of, yeah, my binder is about me trying to solve my own disappearance. Yes. That sounds fun. That's a Netflix show I'll watch. <laughs> that sounds fun. How she did it. <laughs> I'm OJ in this. I'm OJ in it all the way. If she did it, this is how I think she would and do it. And you know it. what? You could, you could make it a, a kind of a game and have different binders. So if I would say, like, if Moon were to kill me, <laughs> I'd have a separate for Moon. Yeah, It's just a different chapter. You don't need a whole binder. Like, if my wife, I'd have a, a different binder for my wife. Like, if yeah. one of my kids were to kill me, here's what they, mm -hmm. what they would probably do. Yep. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. I'd that even have a fun one that was like a scavenger hunt that just, like, took them through a series of abandoned houses until finally there was just spray-painted male genitalia on a wall <laughs> that just said, gotcha. You know, like, just make it a fun prank. Yeah. So, it's listen, it's unlikely that you'll go missing or be kidnapped or be the subject of a murder mystery. And even if you are, wouldn't anybody know that you have this hidden binder? <laughs> well, and if it's not hidden, couldn't it be tampered with? You're going to have to tell somebody. Plus, keeping all this vital information could be problematic if it falls into the wrong hand. So if you do put one together, you probably shouldn't be talking about it on social media. And then how someone's supposed to find it. And mm -hmm. you're more likely to be harmed by the person who knows exactly where that binder is. Yeah. 
Well, you know what you, you know what you do is you put the location of it like in your will or something. Oh, that's a good idea. You know, and then the will's in the safety deposit box, right? With the binder. With the binder. <laughs> <laughs> now, if actual detectives aren't already rolling their eyes at this, uh, there there is a new poll. Seventy-one percent of people say they believe they have the skills and resources to solve a murder case in real life. I mean, that does sound like an American thing to think. Yep. A lot of internet sleuths out there. Yep. Yeah. I watch a couple of Netflix specials. Yeah. Listen one a couple about the podcasts. And, 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 and your tendency to uh, judge some of those folks kind of comes out pretty easy, right? You mean reading a book by its cover? No, I'm just saying after or you watch it, I, for, I forget which one we watched, but like I think you came in and you were commenting like, uh, yeah, but what are these guys like? What are they doing? What are they doing all day? And then they then they they zero in on somebody and ruin a guy's life because they think he's murdered some cats or something or whatever the heck uh, oh, we were watching. Oh, yeah, yeah, the and then they're like, oh, it's not that guy. It's this guy. And like, what? What about the wake of of disastrous information you just put out there about this guy that you thought did the thing? Oh, I would go scorched earth. Everybody's a suspect. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Even like, me. Pe people do so much damage <laughs> yeah. thinking that they yeah. know the whole thing when all they're just missing one little piece of information that would totally drastically change your view of that person yeah, or listen, the situation. Maybe you access, don't have all the information. I don't have access to a lab <laughs> or forensics. I don't know how to do any of that stuff, pull a fingerprint off something. Yeah. Me neither. You, you go to school for that. Like you have training for that. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I think they're whenever Most people I, are morons. Yeah, I. Uh, whenever I think I told you guys about this before, but like when a cop came to my house because somebody a drunk lady plowed into my girlfriend's car on Christmas Eve, he was like, in our living room an hour later, and he's like, "This TV's got a nice picture on it, man. Where'd you get this from?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. How about you investigate the crime?" <laughs> And I was like, uh, this lady's out driving around drunk. Can we try to get her? There was a 911 call, and the guy gave the plate to the 911 lady. Can you call her up and just, like, find out? And he goes, people watch too much CSI. We don't, we can't just call that's, up. I'm like, you can't call? That's just like a pretty Louis? basic. <laughs> yeah. So I think in some ways we may be overestimating what the cops can do, too. Like, I don't, I'm not sure they have forensics. You know all the paperwork involved in that? <laughs> yeah. What, I can't what is that? Call, a what, call? I can't call Darlene. I got to go through. I call way, her is, that a, is that a Vizio? Yeah, people Vizio watch TV? too much TV. Speaking of TV. That's a nice he literally <laughs> asked me where I got my TV and then gave me a, and then told me, he's like, if I were you, I'd just pay to fix the bumper yourself. Why let your insurance go up? Mm. I'm like, cool, Flo. I didn't call you for an insurance quote, dude. I called you to report a crime. And he's like, yeah, well, not really much I can do. And okay, well, like, thank you. All right, buddy. Thanks, I got the TV at Costco. Can I get a coffee, for a good please. deal. Uh, well, listen, so Rafe is here, and uh, <laughs> we were talking before the show how people recognize you a lot from, from – uh, so Rafe does a lot of local commercials. Yeah. Yeah, I see you fixing all sorts of stuff. So, oh, so one that airs all the time is the one where you're fi like fixing an HVAC system. Right. And what, co what company is that? Academy Air. Academy Air. Look at that on-air plug you guys just got. Academy. <laughs> so you're like crouched down and you're like an HVAC guy. Right, right. Everyone's uh, like notices your crack. Like, I know that crack. You've done stuff for, for Emerson. Emerson Tools, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of, I was telling you before, like... 
the blue collar aesthetic. There are more handsome commercial actors in town, but when they're like, we need a guy that looks like he could pop the hood and fix your carburetor. I get that. You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, <laughs> this guy looks like. Like a central casting. Like, we need a guy that looks like. He's hung drywall. Yeah. You know, at some point in his life. We need a guy that looks like he showed up at the union hall. Uh, still a little drunk on Coors Light from the night before, <laughs> uh, but he's ready to go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I get those parts. You are that guy. I'm that guy. But can you do blue any- collar guy number one? Can you do any of that stuff? Uh, not super hands. No, that's the funniest thing. Is like people expect that of me. I look like a man's man, and in some ways, I have some rudimentary skills, but not what's being projected onto me by people who meet me. They're just like. Yeah, get under the hood there. There's a bad piston. And I'm like, ah, where, where is that in the battery? <laughs> where, would you, where would you find that? That's a funny word. No, and, and I'm going to ask, like, you know, do people assume you could just, because you do the commercials, they don't understand that you're acting? Yeah, yeah. You're not really a guy that fixes Dude, it's so crazy. heating and cooling systems? I did a Jim Butler commercial with, with my girlfriend, and then... We also did a Brown and Crouppen commercial with her over COVID. The Jim Butler commercial plays a lot, too. That's Jim Butler, we were husband and wife. Brown and Crouppen, is, is we that... were brother and sister. Oh. And a lady <laughs> called and left a 20-minute message on Terry Crouppen's answering machine. He played it for me, and it was like, she was hammered. It was like 5 o'clock in the morning. She goes, I don't know if you know this, but... Two commercials came on, and then one commercial they said their husband and wife, and then the next commercial they were brothers. I think these people are lying about who they are. She was a murder mystery. She was trying to get to the bottom of this. She, I'm like, there's a lady in St. Louis who thinks commercials are real. Like that, you everyone in a commercial is not an actor; they are uh-huh. a real person. And, and that you married your sister. And then I married my sister, and she made a 20-minute case about... Mm. Uh, and what did she want done? She just wanted I, to make... I want to, just she was so just letting... Know. She was letting, she was letting just Terry so you know. know. Just I so just, you know. Can you imagine her in the evening? You know that Leonardo DiCaprio... Uh, uh, me that's going to the yeah, yeah, yeah. like whistle the point. He's got the he's got the beer and he's <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Imagine him. Imagine her on the couch. She's like, oh my god, he right. married his sister. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That. She had that oh my god moment. She did. Or and she's probably got like a that always sunny when Charlie stays up too long. He's just got like red twine all over. <laughs> it's just like a picture of me and a picture of my girlfriend. And she's like, oh, brother and sister, husband and wife. Cats are sleeping with dogs. Like she's Gotta really losing this her out. mind. I need to call Terry Crouppen. But I do <laughs> have I do have people think, and I've told you it's a real ego blow when you're like in the schnooks and someone's like, I know you, man, I know you, and I was like, yeah, pretty funny guy. He probably saw me at Funny Bone or Helium or one of the many places I tour nationwide. They're like, nope, Emerson. You work for Emerson, right? <laughs> and I go, uh, because it'll be. It's a lot of business-to-business stuff where it'll be like, you know, it's my blue-collar guys. It's my guys. It's my people. They sit in their truck, and then they get these targeted ads. And, like, you guys don't see them, but people in those trades see them. So when I meet guys from the trades, they don't know me as a comedian. They know me as Emerson dude. Yeah. And, uh, which is great. Sure. But it is a little bit, when you get, it's a good, it's a nice, uh, humbling experience. 
when I'm like, hey, I might be the funniest guy on the planet. <laughs> and they're just like, <laughs> no, man, you told me about that gas valve. <laughs> like, yeah. I've replaced like 30 of those. I keep that part on my truck now. And it's just like, all right, well, I guess the Lord's work has been yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're changing lives with, with your comedy and with your commercial yeah, work. Guaranteed. Well, we, we love having you here. Rafe Williams is here. Before we, uh, before we move on. And I usually do these kind of would you rather Wednesdays, but since we're not here Wednesday, a couple would you rather questions. Let's go around the horn here. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. All right, I'll start with you, Moon. Would okay. you rather have a tail or a third arm? Oh, wow. Totally usable arm, right? Totally usable arm. Oh, or a tail. Smokes, guys. Yeah, but a tail, what am I doing? Jumping around in trees and stuff? Like, I'm not going to need that. I'm going, it's a third arm for me all I, day. I, I think third arm because, like, tail's used for balance and for, like, you know, grabbing limbs or whatever. And I, th I think I'm going with a third a third arm comes with the hand and the fingers and everything. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. could shred. I could play bass Ooh. and guitar at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, third arm. Third arm? I'm going tail, dude. Why? Fully functional? Like monkey tail? Yeah. Sure. I'm all in, dude. What's the utility? Well, where are you going to put a third arm, dude? Where's it going to go? Now you have to get all new shirts. He's like, where's it going to come out of? Like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's hanging out. Yeah, where knee. would your third arm come? Like, where would it come out of? Because in the back, that's doesn't not matter. Good. It yeah. doesn't matter. Well, that matters to me. Well, I'm thinking about no, a good the whole physiology well, of the human body. What are you doing with the tail in your pants, dude? I ain't gonna put it in my pants. I'm cutting holes in all my jeans. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna have the tail hanging, dude. Yeah, but now people can grab you from 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 behind like that. Well, they can, but I could also be like, I could put my hands up and just like, pow, poke someone in the eye with my tail, dude. Use it as a whip. You kidding me, you, man? You ever seen a lizard? You kidding me? <laughs> pop going tail all the way. It's oh, like so a built-in whip, dude. So it's not furry now. now I could also like, like say something cool and just let my tail raise up and grab something and like <laughs> lift myself out of the conversation. Oh, you yeah. know how cool that would be now to just like to burn one of you guys and be like, that's why your mom never kissed you. And just like raise up. <laughs> Scott. All right, I like that. But I think I'm going third arm. Third arm. Yeah. Coward. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, would you uh would you rather win an Olympic medal or an Academy Award? Rafe. Cat oh. Academy Award. Yeah. Academy Award. Academy Award. Academy Award. Yeah. Academy Award is way tougher than a gold medal. <gasps> There's a lot less of those won every year than the gold medals. Whoa. They win a ton of those. So. Whoa. You just it's much easier insulted. to get a gold medal than an Academy. I don't know if I agree with that, but I <laughs> will say. I don't know about that, man. I would rather have one. There's only a few. Would you rather lose your keys or lose your cell phone, Scott? Cell phone. I'd rather lose my keys and then use my cell phone to yeah. have somebody unlock whatever I need. What? No way. Lose your keys. You can't lose your keys. Because then you got your car. Now you have to also have someone to go yeah, to your house. Yeah, but I got another key at home. Um. Okay. But I was just thinking like keys. So there's multiple keys. So it's probably like an office, a house, and a car. All of which have to be replaced in some way. A couple of you got to do some extra steps. The car is going to cost you money. Because it's probably got the beep beep, you know, and all that. The so, fob, yeah. So yeah. now you got to now you got to spend a couple hundred bucks. Whereas the phone's probably insured, and you can boop 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 boop. And now the cloud, now your yeah. phone's back here. So you'd rather go? I think cell I'd rather phone. lose my phone. Yeah. Rafe, keys, keys. Hmm. I'd rather lose my keys. Who cares? I just more stressed. Who cares? I'd be stressed. I'd be. Stressed. You can't get in places. You can't drive your car. I'll get copies made. I got a. I, my landlord's got a key. I'll. I'll call him up on my cell phone that I still have. 
<laughs> I'll scroll Instagram while I'm waiting on him. Mm -hmm. You know, no big deal. See, I'll get home without having to be bothered with my phone. All right, Scott, would you rather be homeless for a year or spend a year in prison? Homeless for a year, for sure. For sure? Yeah, you get to... I mean, I would hop on the trains. I would do the whole knapsack thing. And, <laughs> hop on the trains. Yeah, stand by those bonfires next to the metal cans. And I don't know. It sounds like a pretty nice little existence. You have to travel for free. It's good. Uh, Rafe, homeless for a year or in jail for a year? Oh, I mean, prison has three meals and a, and a bed. Three and hots a and a cot. I would get in really good shape, too. Like, it'd be the one time that I'm like, I finally have the time I need <laughs> to really get back to college football weight. Uh... There would also be nights filled with terror. That's a downside. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, it would depend on definition of homeless. Like, do I have to sleep outside for a year? You have to figure it out. You cannot go to a house. I can't crash on people's couches or I'm sure you look on the kindness of others. I think you can. Yeah. Then I, I probably would go homeless then if it can be lived that way. But you if you're like, I got to sleep under a bridge for a year, I might be like, eh, lock me up. I'll get ripped. Moon? Homeless, for sure. Homeless? The, the, yeah, the, the, the freedom. freedom. I'd still the, be able, the freedom for yeah. freedom, yeah. I'd still be able to see my family. You still play music. You can still do your comedy. It's just perfect. But dude, touring is kind of being homeless. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? In in a lot of ways. We, uh, we lived in a van for years, so. Would you rather have, and I'll start with you, Moon, would you rather have a head the size of a baseball or a basketball? Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'm assuming my brain size will be affected, so I'll go basketball. <laughs> I've seen more people look like they've got a basketball for a head than a baseball. Yeah, I already have a basketball for a head, so. <laughs> uh, no, I know. Assuming your, your, your mental capacities would be the same. Ba uh, yeah, basketball. Still. Basketball? Man, that's a tough one. I, baseball would be funnier. Yeah. For but, comedy, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude. You look like the dude from Beetlejuice. Yes, you know what that's I mean? What I was thinking. Or if you have a head the size of a basketball, you'd look like Mr. Mackey from South Park. Yeah. You're going to look like a freak regardless, but like the, the, it's true. the baseball thing. Come on. Nobody could take it seriously. Baseball. That's this big. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Like, could, could you speak to somebody? Maybe. Like this? I don't know. You can a put your head a lot more places. What are you going to do? Go up on stage, tell jokes? I can't I can't sit here anymore. <laughs> uh, this guy's got a baseball head. for a head. I, I got to go. Think of how tough it would be to find glasses and hats and stuff for a basketball. <laughs> You're, if you have the baseball, you can just borrow your niece's American Girl doll stuff and have glasses and hats and everything. <laughs> it's a very practical way to approach <laughs> it. It's like, uh, how do I furnish my head? How do I furnish my astonishingly horrid head? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go I'll go basketball. I'll go basketball. I'm yeah. going baseball just because that's baseball. This is what your head looks like. This is the size. Right. You here. Made a good argument. Right here. Once he said American Doll apparel yeah. on your head, I was like, all right, <laughs> you're right. Uh, would you rather speak to animals or speak ten foreign languages? Ten foreign languages, hundred percent. I know. I know the idea of talking to animals is very cute, but it's gonna. It's got to be annoying. It's got to be bad. What, I mean, what, what could, what, where is your conversation going? Ten languages, I could monetize that in every way. My family, you know, I could go anywhere and partic participate in anything worldly. Be we can incredible. go ten places. What are you talking about? How many languages can you even name right now? I can't name ten languages. <laughs> well, English, American. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Would you rather animals, speak to animals, or ten foreign languages? Oh, man, I would love to speak foreign languages, but 
I'm going to go animals for sure, dude. Because I think you think you couldn't monetize if you could talk to animals, dude. <laughs> if I could go to the St. Louis Zoo and be like, hey, this giraffe is really depressed. Like, <laughs> I could just like tell every yeah. veterinarian on earth exactly what's wrong with every animal. You like, you know how I demand? The, the, all of them would go, yeah, we know. Shut up. You'd be one person that could speak to animals. There's a, there's a million people that can speak Mandarin. There's a million people that can speak Spanish. There's very few people. You'd that be can speak one at person all. that could talk. You'd be the Beastmaster, dude. I watched that movie so much when I was a kid. I used to go outside when no one was looking and put my arm up in the air and be like, to open that like a hawk would land on my arm because I love Beastmaster so much. <laughs> and I would be literally Dar the Beastmaster. I would just have like I a little. I think Rafe is right. No, he's not. I'm a billionaire over in Hong Kong and this guy's got a hawk on his shoulder. Yeah, show. well, I'll have my ferrets go through your ducts. <laughs> I'll tell my ferrets to go steal your jewelry through your ducts. There are people that could speak 10 languages. Yeah. I don't know of anybody who could speak to animals. But, th but the world There's is one. working as it is There's for one. a reason. Here's, and it's working quite well. You want to talk well. about monetizing something? Yeah, I totally could monetize that. Yeah, but you're forgetting most of the animals are extremely dumb. So you're going to have That's what I mean. terrible conversations. That's what you it's going to be impossible yeah, to assuming. get them to do anything because they won't understand. Like, they're just not going to comprehend. You're assuming. assuming. We know this. But S I'm going to go with the 10. I'm going to go with the 10. Science is suggesting that they're. Uh, you know, a little, a little less uh, entertaining than you'll think, maybe. Okay. Uh, yeah. As far as yeah. the thoughts right, go, I'm going animals. Like the dodo race. bird. I mean, he'd be very disappointed. You get off the island and like, <laughs> like, ah, this guy's dumb. All right. Would you rather be eaten by a shark or stung, uh, stung by bees to death? Ugh. Hmm. Brutal. Oh my gosh. I think I'd rather go shark because I think it sounds quicker. Man, uh, man, I don't. <clears throat> Being eaten by a shark sounds like a quicker thing yeah, than the, being stung, the, the stung bees, to death by the bees. The bees thing is is from anaphylactic shock. In, yeah, and, and like everything, like your throat closes. and. Uh, yeah, I guess the shark. I but, guess the shark. Mm. What do you think? Bees. You really ponder. Oh, bees? Bees. Huh. I'm terrified. Dude. Because there's no guarantee the shark, like, bites you in half and it's quick, man. They might bite your leg off and you float in the water for a while and just, like, bleed out. Bleed out or drown, which sounds terrible. Also, it's a double whammy. At least, like, with the shock, I would assume that your body would go into, like, survival mode and you would just, like, black out and it'd be over. Same with the shark. You think. But it just depends on where they bite you, man. I'm going bees all day. I'm going Thomas. The other put thing was, put was, my glasses on me. I was going to say, my girl, and it's yeah. really oh, sad. Makes all Macaulay the girls Culkin? Cry. Yeah. Oh, Culk uh, me. No, Culk me. I think, man, that is a tough one. Um, the other thing Actually, was, I think I'd go B because I, I have a feeling uh, less people die from that, so it'd just be fun to be one of those stats kind of add to it. Be like, well, there's a new know. guy that croaked from a B today. The other thing with the shark is at least you could feel like you were fighting back. You know, you could fight back. Like, there's some sort of survival yeah. thing. Bees, you just actually, go, oh, God. I do want to... Okay, do? I'll go shark, because I want to see if it actually works to punch them. If that does anything. Well, yeah, you're but dying. The choice is you're dying. Yeah, yeah, you're I know, I know, dying I know, either I, way. You still That's your last them. experiment on Earth. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you rather have a surprise party thrown for you or throw a surprise party? Moon. Say it again. Uh, a surprise would you rather have a surprise party thrown for you or throw a surprise party? Oh, both. I would feel would be equally fun. I, uh, you know what? Throw the party for me. Less I'd work. rather throw the party. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like surprises. Yeah, but you don't like doing the work for yeah, other people the work either. Part. What? 
It's the work part, man. When did I get that? <laughs> when did I get that? <laughs> yeah, good point. I'd rather have a party. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Hey, I get surprise, the, here's a cake. I get There's the, no people. I get to eat the food. Not have to make it. That's, yeah. that's pretty sweet. Who's going to argue there? Uh, Yeah. So you'd rather have the surprise party thrown for you? No, I think I'd rather... It's hard because I just did a surprise party for my gal, and it was awesome. It feels good to surprise somebody, and like I had all her favorite bands play for her birthday. Oh, awesome. We did it at Old Rock House. It was super cool, but it was a ton of work, man. And keeping it a secret is like another job. You know what I mean? So it's like keeping it a surprise is its own work on top of planning the party, but it did feel good. It's also like you have a mission. Yeah. I'm not saying it wouldn't be fun, but it'd be like cool have a, it's something it's something to do. It's especially for somebody else. Yeah, I'd rather have it thrown for me. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd rather give people the mission and let them be blessed by giving me a party, <laughs> so I don't have to do it. And the nice thing is, you get to possibly leave early. You don't have to do the cleaning. You don't have to do yeah, that stuff. Say, You're just out of there. It's well, all there. As long as I can tell you when the party ends, better. yeah, throw me the yeah. party. Hey, Tina. Uh, Tina just messaged us and said that uh, she was the one that recently installed the adjustable shower arm and new shower head in your guys' house. Oh, boy. She's trying to take credit right now <laughs> for my blue collar. She did. It also leaks. And, uh, oh, no. no, she actually did a good job. She didn't ask our landlord before she did it, and I was like, I don't know if we need to be making big home repairs without letting our landlord know, but I was out of town. I was in Cincinnati for a week, and, she, it, and to her credit, we got a new shower, and the shower head was low. It was like a foot lower than I am tall, mm-hmm. which sucks. Oh, yeah. So you got a duck to clean. Yeah, I had to like do a back bend to like wash my hair or whatever. <laughs> and then like uh, she got like a big shower head and installed it and got out the plumber's tape. And All right. Nice. The leak is job, minuscule. <laughs> it is not anything that is. Yeah, she did a good job. All right, one more. Would you rather hear the good news or the bad news first? Bad news. Yeah. I'd rather hear the bad news first. Same bad news. Because if I know there's good news and bad news, hearing the good news first, I always know there's bad news. Yeah. Next, which will ruin the good news for me. Always give me the bad news. And you know what? I really appreciate when people give you the option. Hey, I got good news and bad news. And then they pause. I appreciate that. That's a nice thing to do. Let you choose. Yeah, I'll take the bad news first. Yeah, so, I think that makes more news? sense. Yeah. Okay, at least we're all on the same bad news. Same page there. <laughs> all right, good. All right, let's take a break. All right, but first, Team Riz member of the day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From St. Charles, Jessica Engel is out. Yeah, Jessica! Jessica is a true Rizvangelist. She's uh, converted several people into racial listeners. Jessica loves the debates between the guys, and Riz is excellent uh, scorekeeping on Around the Horn, which we gotta mm. we gotta do that again. Uh, Jessica was inspired by Jeff's story, and now she gives blood every ch- uh, every chance she can. Oh, awesome! Very nice. Thank you for doing that. Uh, Jessica Angle from St. Charles is our team Riz member of the day. 
Get super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. Hey, it's Moon here for locally owned and family owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers in business since 1976. And their team of 500 plus expert tire and automotive service technicians who live in the communities where they work. The team at Dobbs stands ready to service whatever vehicle you drive, including car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, and even EV to provide you with the tires you need at the lowest price in town guaranteed and at a price in line with your family budget. And the Dobbs team is ready to service your vehicle with expert auto service too, done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. And now with 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, way to go Dobbs. Full service tire and auto service has never been more convenient. So let the tire and service pros at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers take care of your family vehicles. And be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving January deals on tires and service at go2dobbs.com. Then drive in, and any of the Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations are going to take care of you for major savings today. Oh, man, is this exciting, especially if you're just now getting into basketball. My family and I, we're getting into basketball, and this is a perfect opportunity for you. The State Farm MVC Men's Basketball Championship Arch Madness is just around the corner. Arch Madness tips off. The NCAA Conference Tournament at the Enterprise Center March 2nd through the 5th. 12 Missouri Valley teams, including SIU Carbondale, Missouri State, Bradley, Murray State, and UIC University of Illinois Chicago. They're going to battle for an automatic berth into the NCAA Tournament. You can get your tickets now for college basketball's premier conference tournament at archmadness.com. My family is stoked. This is a perfect opportunity to get your family and all the kids and everybody into basketball at Arch Madness. Personally, we are all about Missouri State. We got a lot of family connections, so I am cheering for Missouri State. Pick your favorite. Go to archmadness.com. See how these teams are doing. Missouri State is on a tear right now. So go Bears and get in on the action and go to archmadness.com. Again, Arch Madness tips off March 2nd through the 5th at Enterprise Center. Archmadness.com. I know, it's exciting. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show. God, I love him. Happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the program. Phone number 314-624-3833 or 618-398-3833. The Mick Ultra Studio Cams, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz, the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, Show 1057thepoint.com. You can also send us feedback through the 1057thepoint mobile app. Uh, Moon, you were talking before about... Soul crushing shows. Yeah, soul crusher tours. That's what we used to call them. So you're a band. You were once on top of the world. The next thing you know, you're yeah, and it's not three people. It's not even like a you know top to bottom kind of thing because it's you know it's all over for what it, I mean Whatever. for all different bands. I mean you can be huge in the U.S. You go up to Canada. And you're like what the hell happened? There's nobody here. I do one of my favorite bands. Uh, a, a good friends of ours there from Canada. They were crushing Canada like arenas. Been doing pretty well down here, and they went to Japan, and there was six people. Uh, Drew uh, writes in this morning. You guys were talking about soul crushing shows. I was in college in Springfield around the turn of the century in the year 2000. <clears throat> Flock of Seagulls and Wang Chung were coming to a bar that we frequented to do a show. So Flock of Seagulls, Wang Chung. Yeah. We That's- were friends with some of the wait staff uh, at the bar as well as. Uh, uh, and, and one of them asked if we wanted to come see the show, and she'd get us in for free. We thought, what the hell? Might be some good people watching. And this place was really large as bars go. 
It was a Remington's for anyone who was in the Springfield area around oh, that time. Yeah. You know that place? Yep, I know. Right. So the 10 of us walked into the venue about 45 minutes early, started drinking. 45 minutes later, someone comes out to introduce Flock of Seagulls. Band comes out, and the 10 of us were the only people <laughs> who were not bar employees yeah. at the bar. And sometimes it has nothing to do with the band. The one particular show I'm thinking about is because... Sure. There was a station that was supposed to be involved. The station got bought and, and flipped. It wasn't the station anymore. The venue did a door deal with the uh, the booking agent. So the booking agent's like, ah, whatever, and then uh, and took like a flat fee. And then the 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 bar was like, oh, I'm just not going to spend any money to promote the show. So yeah. we came oh, through. Oh, so it was just a bad booking. Yeah, it's like one of those tours that, you, that we we did the whole tour, and then like we would get tweets or whatever the social media was at the time, like, hey, when you guys come back to your to our city, and we're like, we were there eight days ago. Eight yeah. days ago, but but nobody knew. Yeah. I feel like Flock of Seagulls also, like, uh, they played a Halloween party I went to last year. It was like a surprise. There's was like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, bald. When you marry yourself to a haircut... Yeah, the Flock of Seagulls haircut. Did you get older? <laughs> the guy's bald as could be, dude. Yeah. Cue ball bald. And I'm just like, people come like, Flock of Seagulls, the hair and the yeah, thing. Yeah, the, Flock, and of the Seagull, Flock of Seagulls, you know, I ran is, was the big song. Remember their song? No. And I ran so I ran. far away, and then my hair fell out. <laughs> you don't know that song? Uh, uh, and I ran. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so far away. Yeah, I know that. I just I didn't That's know Fox that was Flock of known for their yeah. you know the giant big old hair, yeah, big old yeah. hair, and then sometimes it's cool. Like I'm a, so I used to work at a. Just I'll make this quick, but I used to work at a bar. In Edwardsville, and it was like we had live music. So the band, we had a house band that would always like ask for requests, and I'd, as a joke, I would hide behind the pole and yell Foghat every day. Mm -hmm. Like I'd hide behind screens and be like, play some Foghat, come on! And uh, I worked there so long that uh, regulars didn't get the joke, and I had some regulars that really liked me, and they bought me Foghat tickets. <laughs> and uh, I, really don't, I really don't like. And them. a room at the Lumiere. They were playing at the Lumiere, and I went, and they were playing in the basement of the Lumiere, dude. And it was like, Foghat's a pretty big band, dude. And I'll tell you what, they had some jams I was unaware they had, and I had a really fun time people watching. <laughs> And, you know, I didn't realize they're going to ride my Chevrolet. We're going to ride my Chevrolet. And I was like, oh, they sing this. this is and they put on a great show. Oh, no, but it was very small. Yeah, yeah. To the point that I felt bad for the drummer after the show because, like, normally the drummer's, like, throwing, like, drumsticks out into the audience. He was handing them out. <laughs> to every, he had, like, a box of drumsticks, and everybody got one. Well, that's because nobody wants to get sued for hitting somebody in the face with one. I don't know. There just wasn't enough people to really chuckle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's in the back now. He, there really is no back. Everybody up front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. So we'll get into this more in sports, but the, the big local sports story here making the rounds is uh, reports are that Chip Carey, who is grandson of legendary broadcaster Harry Carey, he will be the next play-by-play -play guy gotcha. for the St. Louis Cardinals. Two uh, first names and two last names. Chip Carey? Two, two nicknames. <laughs> It's C A R A Y. Now, where he, where has he been? Because this other guy came from Atlanta. Wasn't right? he? Well, Chip Carey is is the play-by-play -play guy, guy now for the Braves. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's that's who I've been reading about. Right. All right. 
So he's going to be taking over for Danny Mac. Mixed, uh, mixed reviews. A lot of people are excited. People a lot of people are change. bummed. Yeah, I, I think that maybe that's it. So we'll just have to let him have well, a go. Well, Danny Mac's been doing it for, you know, was doing it for 24. This would be his 25th year. Yeah, voice of the Cardinals. Voice of the Cardinals. And you get somebody new in there. Oh, my God. Yeah. But Chip's been doing this forever, too, right? Well, okay, so... And this is all first reported by the uh, by the Atlantic yesterday. Uh, Chip Carey's been doing play-by-play for the Braves since 05. He also called Cubs games from 98 to 2004. He's a graduate of Parkway West. So he's a St. Louis guy. Oh, that's right. Really? Yeah. Okay, oh, okay. Sweet. So that's that makes more sense. I, I For some reason, of course, with the name, I assumed he was a Chicago guy. I mean, of course, his, his grandfather, Harry Carey, yeah. called Cardinal games... Before. On the radio for 25 years, starting in 1945. Yeah, he was here before he went to Chicago. Right. Right? Yes. All right. He was a Cardinal guy first. Well, cool. He Cardinal became the first. voice of the Cubs, but he was a Cardinal guy first. He was first. a Cardinal guy first. So even though he's been in Atlanta and he did the Cubs stuff and is obviously married to the Cubs' uh, memory with, with his father, he's a St. Louis fella. He's a so Parkway he, West graduate. So he is a, a, a homegrown guy. Yep. So they say that is going to be the guy. Okay. Chip Carey. Well, get on board. Get on board the I Chip can, train. I dig that. I tend to like people named Chip. Yep. <laughs> I've never met a bad Chip. I haven't either. A locker uh, partner in sixth grade. Good, although I've good, never met a dude. Chip before. I don't know any Chips. You don't know any I Chips? I don't know any Chips. Me neither. I know a Chip. Yeah, yeah that's Ch- a nickname, though. But, uh, yeah, I haven't met a bad Chip yet. Is Chip short for something? Charles, sometimes. It is a play on Charles. I hmm. think so. I, I I think the chip that I knew was a Charles. I was talking about like chip off the old block, like it was someone instead of calling him Junior, you'd call him Chip. Oh, I was probably way wrong on that. Uh, that's not a bad that idea. Makes sense. <clears throat> Wonder if that's happened. It does make sense. Um, hey, we were just talking before about uh, you know getting together that binder that has all your vitals, just in case you were kidnapped. In case or, I go missing. In case you go missing, yes. Um. Uh, if you remember one thing about yourself, which is more important? A known allergy to medication or your spirit animal? <laughs> Come on. No, seriously, in a new survey from Quest Diagnostics, only 51% of Americans say they know their blood type. But 66% of people know their horoscope sign. <laughs> Man. I, I will admit... I think I know my blood type. I don't know my blood type. Just imagine somebody on a gurney like, you're bleeding out, man. We need to get some CCs in you. I'm a Leo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Libra. I'm a snow leopard. My moon sign is Taurus. <laughs> oh, man. I believe I'm I'm uh, O positive. I think I am. Yeah, my money wouldn't be on Doesn't you being like positive. positive. Yeah. <laughs> Stop that. I don't know. I don't know what I am. I, I know I found out a few times, and I, I just can't commit it. I can't commit it to memory. I'm A.B. Paz. 100% sure. 100%. Scott, do you know your blood type? Uh, Yeah, I'm O positive. Are you sure? 95%. I see, I don't know. Because it's on my know. card somewhere. There's a card, card I have. I'm a universal donor for everyone except O negative. I do know that. So that's good you know that. I'm, I'm man, stupid me. And what's the universal donor? Type O negative? A.B. Paz. So That's, anyone with AB blood types can take my blood. A or B, whether it's positive or negative, can take my blood. But that's, that, and that's O positive known, because it's positive. But yeah. that's known as the universal? I thought the universal was type O negative. 
That's the one I, I think. I don't think everyone. I think O negative has to have O negative. Oh, it does. Do you know what I mean? That's oh, why it's so shoot. hard. This is always a trivia question that I get wrong because I, I could be wrong. Do you, does I, your mother know? Does my mother know my blood type? Yeah, <laughs> unlikely. So there, there are only eight blood type possibilities, and two thirds of us, two thirds, there's two thirds of us are one <clears> of two, <throat> either A positive or O positive. There are 12 astrological signs, although you could find that out just by knowing your birthday. To find out your blood type, you have to either ask your doctor or your parents. Type, or look through your medical or blood donor record. Type O negative is known as the universal blood type. Because hmm. that's well, when it receives everything, right? Well, you know what? I'll never donate again. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, How about it's, that? It's unlikely, <laughs> it's unlikely that my mother knows uh, mine. Because if I feel like if she did, I would know it. Well, and this is even more alarming. Man, I'm so mad right now, dude. I've been feeling like a hero for years. <laughs> Going and donating my blood and being like... I kind of have to, you know. Yeah. I'm the universal donor. <laughs> and and now I lie. find out. They probably <laughs> lied to me, dude, just to get me in there to yeah. get my blood. Well, they see you walk in and all cocky, and then they, as soon as you leave, they throw your blood away. Yeah. And they're like, oh, this Literally this. <laughs> they just saw how big I am. They're like, that guy's got extra blood. <laughs> <laughs> we can get two pints out of this dude. He won't pass out. <laughs> hey, well, here's the even more alarming thing about this, this survey. When asked where you get your health advice, about a quarter of Americans say social media influencers. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. And here we are. Chip, uh, by the way, it is short for Charles and Christopher sometimes. Ah, what about the, what about Chip Carey? I wonder what his full name is. Oh, yeah, Chip Carey. Sounds like a Christopher. What? Christopher Chip Carey. Well, you're awfully close. His name is Harry Christopher Carry the third. Ah. So it could be my thing too. He is a he's a third. Okay. So he is chip a off the old block. Chip off the old block. Yeah. Is he double chipping? He's, yeah, double, he's double chipping. chipping. Yeah. Double yeah. dip. Uh the army is going back to the eighties and nineties, reviving its uh, throwback slogan. Does anybody remember the army slogan from the eighties and nineties? Oh, I do. I fell for it. Go ahead. <laughs> army <laughs> of one. No, no, no. Be all you can be. Be all you can be. Uh -huh. All that you can. Hey, First Sergeant. Good morning. You can do it in the army. Yeah. It also sounds like a gum commercial. That was, yeah, that, that, that was the preview right before G.I. Joe came on. Yeah. Yeah. My, wherever my army recruiter is, I hope you're listening. I better not catch you in an alley, dude. Because <laughs> that guy lied so hard to me. I was very naive too. I was like, gonna, I was like, am I going to go in the army or the navy? And this was like peak '90s, like the movie Navy Seals with Charlie Sheen had just mm -hmm. come out. Uh -huh. And I was like, I don't know, man. And I was real, like, as most kids are. Just how like, old were you? I mean, I was 18. Okay, 19 actually when I went in because you know, I was having a kid, and I was like, all right, I got to figure this out. And I was like, I kind of want to be a Navy Seal. So I was the Navy and Army guys were in the same building, and he's like, oh, you can do that. I go, do what? The Army recruiter is like, yeah, we have a cross-pollination program. Uh, if you get through, like, a Green Beret school, you can uh, cross-train with the Navy SEALs. And I'm like, for real? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man. Yeah. Sign, sign right here. here. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got the basic training, and I told a drill sergeant that. And he, after he was done belly laughing, he was just like, you're the dumbest person I've ever met. This was you going to the Alamo and asking where the basement is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yes. It was not good, man. I got in and then I told my drill sergeant, I go, well, he goes, what do you want to do? And I'm just like, well, you know, after I go, I had Green Beret training, I'll probably do the SEAL training. And he goes, what? 
<laughs> and I was like, yeah, my recruiter told me uh, there was a cross-pollination program. And he goes, we would never say cross-pollination in the United States Army. That's like a dumb term. And I was like, okay. That's a different branch, you dummy. Yeah, yeah, I was an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. You got me. Hey, yeah. got your numbers up, buddy. But it was the movie... Navy SEAL from well, Charlie Sheen's I don't know. It's just like the, I feel like Navy SEALs are like a big thing in like the early everything. Steven Seagal's like what was that movie where he Under was Siege. Under Siege? Yeah. Like every movie star was playing like a Navy SEAL, right? That's like the big thing. So you join the army? Well, I was on the fence. <laughs> Man. Man, too bad you didn't see Hot Shots. Our, be, our best and brightest, huh? <laughs> too, too bad you didn't see Charlie be Sheen's Hot all Shots. All that you can be, be a Navy SEAL in the Army. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, the, uh, I guess the Army hopes the slogan will end its uh, slump in recruitment. Oh, or just lie. And got me. Try that out. Which is at its most, uh, what's well, most challenging since the draft ended in '73. So uh, they fell short of last year's recruitment goal by fifteen thousand. So they're hoping this, you know, bring back the old "be all you can be" slogan. What's the current slogan? That's the Army of One, right? Or, or was that oh, still that was thing? or something? Oh man, hmm. Let's look up uh, U.S. Army recruitment slogans. But I, I do, I remember this commercial it ran all the time. <laughs> Hey, First Sergeant. Good morning. You can do it in the Army. Wow, they've been through a lot recently. Uh, 2018 was Warriors Wanted. Uh, the Army updated the recruiting slogan to What's Your Warrior in 2019. I don't remember any of those. That's no, a dumb me one. Me neither, man. Uh, slogan launch on broadcast print and digital properties in November 2019 using Soldier Stories. Well, we're also aged out, so we're not targeted for those. Yeah, for those ads. You know, I'm sure if you're, you know, 18 to 35. Is there a new one? Is beyond that? Uh, I mean, this one. Well, I guess that's a new one. We're back to the old back one. Back to the old but, one. But there says, wasn't like a 2020 COVID slogan. No, according <laughs> to this, says soldier stories in in quotes to persuade to persuade youths to enlist was uh, engaged in November 2019. <laughs> Army strong. Army strong. Army strong. Army strong. That's the one that ran for 2006 to 2018. Yeah. 2001 to, uh, to 06 was Army of One. Yeah, I remember Army Strong. Yeah. Uh, Be All You Can Be was 1980 to 2001. That was rocking hard. Uh, 71 to 80 was Today's Army Wants You, which was a play off of obviously the old 50s. Uh, I Want You for yeah. U.S. Army. Yeah. I like Be All You Can Be. It's good. Bring about the classics. The whole old, sentence, at least. Meal. I kind of feel like uh -huh. we were dumbing it down a little. Like, Army Strong. <laughs> hey, if you've been sucking down those uh, fireball whiskeys that you'd find at the gas station, oof. then you know what you're getting. Okay, so the makers of fireball. Well, so if you've been sucking those down and thought, man, I could really handle my booze, not so fast, because the makers of fireball whiskey are being sued because some of their mini bottles don't actually contain whiskey. Anything you buy at the liquor store probably does, but in states where gas stations and grocery stores can't sell liquor. They've also been selling another version. Hmm. And to get around the laws, they lower the alcohol content and change the label. So they look just like normal mini bottles. Yeah. But instead of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey, the label says Fireball Cinnamon. Well, it, and they only cost around a buck. And the big and the big stuff, the 
uh, you know, dare I say, original stuff, it says whiskey without the E. It's even spelled wrong because technically it's not whiskey, right? Isn't, isn't that the story? Um, W-H-I-S-K-Y. Right. It's missing I don't the know. E. Th I don't know that story. Well, I mean, you've seen, you've noticed that. You've seen that, that it's spelled wrong. I've never noticed until you just brought it up. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I hate Fireball. Yuck. Listen, it plays its role. It has its place. Um, so the little 99 cent bottles, though, those are all fake? Check the check the label. Okay. If it just says Fireball Cinnamon, mm. it's different. So the lawsuit claims they didn't make it clear that it's not the real stuff. And normal Fireball is 66 proof, 33% alcohol. The gas station version is a malt beverage with whiskey flavoring that's only 33 proof or 16.5% alcohol. So they're in trouble for this? They said it's misleading. That's still a but lot what's there. misleading? The, that it doesn't say whiskey and somebody buys something because they think it's whiskey because it's got the original branding? Yeah. But it says just cinnamon fire, fireball. But I, I mean, I'm sorry, fireball cinnamon. But, I mean, it it doesn't say whiskey and not have whiskey in it. It doesn't say whiskey. Yeah, Should, but there's a little somebody... bit. That's a little bit of that Navy SEAL energy <laughs> coming off fireball right now, to be honest. It's shady. Yeah. Is it? Okay. Well, I think I mean, so. Like I if mean, I... so. At some point, you have to assume people... Will and must read. I mean, if you're going to buy I mean, a the bottle's this big, dude, you can't read the print on you there. You know exactly what I'm talking about. And, oh, and yeah. Illinois is one of these states that go in the gas station and get a couple scratchers, a little fireball, take the edge off, mm -hmm. and thing, you know, and you're like, you're, and the edge don't come off. Yep. You're scratching them scratchers a little too fast, a little too hard. You don't know what's going on. You can't quite get the, the chill in your veins you need. The lawsuit claims it's not clear that they mean whiskey flavors. And if they win, anyone who bought the mini bottles in the 12 states, including Illinois, could get some money. Okay, so it looks like it is real whiskey, but it's Canadian, so they spell it differently because it's Canadian. Right. Hmm. All right. E either way, though, um, I mean, listen, I get it. I'm usually on the people's side, not on the company's side, but this I mean, sounds... Fire Fireball is what it is. It's, you know, you know... If you're a fan, like you, you know what the company's about. It's about the fun. It's not yeah, about. Yeah, but like, if you're buying it at, in Illinois at a gas station that's not supposed to be selling liquor, you're thinking you're buying liquor, but you're not. I gotta be honest, guys. This sounds like a case for the food lawyer. <laughs> we talked about that a few episodes ago. There's just one lawyer that's all about suing for food. I feel like this falls into food and beverage category. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe this is, this is food lawyer class action. Have you been? Thought you were drunk, but you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not read the alcohol content on the back of the bottle that I'm no, sure is there because of the law? No, you it's a bottle. It looks like a bottle you'd buy in Missouri. But that bottle also has to apply by, you know, has to has to abide by the rules that you know are there to tell you how much alcohol is in it, and you didn't read it. So what about the NAs? Are those going to get sued eventually? Because some of For those what? look identical to... Yeah, Budweiser. but you know you're buying an NA. They make it very clear. Yeah. How? They're it says N.A. It says N.A. Well, and this one doesn't say whiskey. It's the same thing. You can't make that argument and then play against this one. Right? Are you working for Big Fireball, I'm man? What's going on nothing. over here? I have had good experiences with Fireball, not, All with, right. with, not with drinking it, but like the company. And um, I don't know, man. I, I just, uh, it's at some point, when, when, when will we stop crying? Never. 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 Um, never be a jerk to fast food workers. Nope. They might spit in your food or worse. Uh, some guy went to a Taco Bell near Denver on Sunday and got into it with employees because the soda machine wasn't working. So they gave him an extra burrito to defuse the situation. 
And now one or more employee uh, could be in trouble because the guy says after he ate the burrito, he almost died. And a nearby hospital called the cops that night to report that the guy had been poisoned. And it was definitely the burrito. He saved it for dinner and he got sick, had to call 911, and ended up finding rat poison Ooh. in the burrito. Whoa. And the manager of the Taco Bell says, hey, we don't keep rat poison around. Um, he might have done it to himself to, to get us in trouble. The health department closed the place down. Let it reopen later. Uh, cops are looking through security footage to see if it shows anything. Uh, they are currently investigating this as an attempted homicide. Holy wow. Smokes. Update. If you thought there was something fishy about that story... Yeah, it looks like you were right. Authorities looked into it. They said they don't believe rat poison that the guy had in the burrito was from the Taco Bell. I don't know if this is a big clue or not. The guy is not returning the cops' calls. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I need you to investigate. Oops. I forgive them. Scientists found that rat poison made Taco Bell 37% healthier. (laughs) (laughs) Would this be a... Would this be a case for the food lawyer? This is a big-time food lawyer case, dude. Call me. (laughs) And finally, I don't really want to talk about this, but it's an actual question from a scientific poll, so here we are. Uh, When you finish doing your business in the bathroom, uh, how often do you look before you flush? Every time. Every Every time, time. right? Gaze upon my works. I am Ozymandias. (laughs) (laughs) You got to look before, you got to look after. Uh, And then we're we're not talking about going number one, you know, just number twos. In fact, name an animal that doesn't, besides like a horse. You know, you ever seen your dog do it? It goes, well, I just want to make sure everything. Do they sure look everything's okay. my dog looks? Oh, yeah, my dog yeah. does. I always uh, love it, too, whenever they look and it's still kind of hanging out there, you know, and uh, it hasn't quite fallen and then they take off running. Because it's like, what's going on back there? Yeah, unless it's got a job to do, like a cow or a horse or something, you know, because they're like, oh, I guess it's got to go. I'll do this again in a few minutes. I, most most animals, I think they, they kind of like, you know, I'm just making sure everything's All right, 5% of people say they never look. Well. 5% of people are liars. Another 5% didn't answer. Uh, for the other 90% of us, it varies. Uh, 17% said rarely. 30% said sometimes. 27% said most times. And 17% said every time. So around one and six, always look. Why would you not look? Yeah, I feel like it's a. Uh, feel like it's important. It's the least I could do to, uh, you know, self-diagnose, just in case there's. I mean, it's so, a window into what's going on look. inside. That's you what need I mean. To look because it's our duty to look. Uh, uh, yeah, you just want to make sure something is not amiss. Be all that you can be. <laughs> Turn around each time that you poopy. <laughs> you gotta look. Yeah, why not? I bet you your doctor would suggest you do. Also, just like courtesy for the next person, man. What if you're streaking it up? You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to handle that. You <laughs> yeah, can't just yeah, leave. Yeah, yeah. You can't leave that. You can't just leave a crime scene like that. Men were more uh, were, were a little more likely to say they look every time, but not by much. 18% compared to 16% of women. Young people under 25 are almost twice as likely as everyone else to say they never look. Look, guys, look. Gaze upon what you have done. And it is a window into what is going on in your body. That's right. Into your uh, digestive system. It's important. It is important. Very important. 
All right, that is your news. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll come back with some of your emails, and then we'll get into crap on celebrities. story about the uh, the guy getting his Taco Bell burrito possibly poisoned. You know, you never want to fight with somebody who's in charge of your food. Never. Like, or never complain. Never complain at a restaurant before you get your food. What was that movie with Ryan Reynolds? Uh, waiting. Waiting. Yeah. Now I know pretty accurate. I, I know that's not the majority of restaurants where they mess with your food if you're an a-hole to the white staff. But it happens. I'm not taking any chances. So feel free to conduct yourself however you want at restaurants, but just know you're being judged for it, especially by the staff there. So a guy who's worked as a waiter for more than 30 years came up with a list of the top five things customers should never do in a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Now, not leaving a tip is the obvious one, but there but there are four more. Never. We have you ever server? Oh yeah. Fif- I did fifteen years. In, fifteen in the years, core, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you for your service. You're welcome. I cross pollinated as a Navy SEAL <laughs> out of. Uh, but yeah, I waited tables forever. So at, at a I mom got and my pop? pet peeves. Yeah, a mom like, and pop or like a chain. Mom and pop. Lori's place in Edwardsville. Now she sold, got out at the right time. She's living in Boca Raton, Florida. Oh, good for her. Uh, 15 years, huh? Yeah, I was like a, when I was coming up doing comedy, that was a good career to have because I was like a manager there, but mm-hmm. I could only, I could kind of, she let me, she was very supportive of my comedy career, mm-hmm. which was cool, and all my coworkers, so I could slowly phase myself out. But I did a lot of time in the trenches. So and none of us were waiters. Have you guys ever? No, I never. I never was a waiter. I, I worked at McDonald's. That was the. Yeah. I think that's I what the draft should be into. That we should reinstitute the draft. But you get drafted. You have to do one year out of high school right. and some sort of customer service, so you know how, how to, to deal with the public, and yeah. also like how when you go out, how you should behave. Yes, and and as somebody who is a former waiter, you will find these things to be probably very true. As far as pet peeves go, like number one is don't rearrange the tables on your own. Yep. Oh, big one. Like one of them could belong to a different service. So what annoys the wait staff when you start rearranging tables without mm-hmm. asking? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're talking trash behind the. There's a lot of trash talk going on in the server area where they're bringing stuff in. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about yeah. Believe me, and it ain't good. Uh, don't forget to wash your hands after you handle a menu. They were gross even before COVID. They don't get cleaned enough. They get handled by dozens of people every day and fall on the floor a lot. Yeah, and I feel like they're the last thing wiped down by the dirty rag that's wiped everything else down. So mm. they're like a Petri dish. People just dig in and start eating bread anyway. I never thought about that. Unless it's sticky. I mean, if I touch one that's sticky, I'm like, oh. Hmm. Hand of the menu, and then eat bread. I hands need, in your I, mouth. I need to think about that. Need to think about that. Don't send food back just because it's not what you expected. Like if it's cooked wrong or the yep. order is off, send it back. But don't demand a refund just because you ordered salmon and then remembered you don't like salmon. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you've seen a lot of that. 
I have. I'm very leery, dude. I'm allergic to onions. They make me very ill. So and they're in literally everything. And no server to this date has ever given a you-know-what. They do not care. Mm-hmm. If you tell them you're allergic to onions, they're like, okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, you're getting onions. And it's like, that. there's times I just... I plow through something. I just pick the onions off or I just take the risk. I'm like, all right, maybe they won't totally kill my stomach this time. Because I do not like sending stuff back. Yeah. Now, if I specifically was like, hey, man, I try to ask. I'm like, I know it sounds crazy. I know it's a pain. I'm allergic to onions. Is there onions in this? And I can just tell the server's like, I don't care about you, man. I don't care about your allergies. <laughs> but I only care be, uh, uh, about uh, these people over here that move the table without my permission. Right. But I, I, it is, like, annoying when someone's just like, uh, I thought I'd like this, but I don't. Well, that, I'm sorry. Yeah, you paid for the experiment. Yeah. Then you should have gotten the Philly cheesesteak for the 800th time in a row. Yeah. You know? Somebody would actually say that? I mean, I, I There's mean, people that would send stuff back and just be like, uh, I don't I don't like shepherd's pie, apparently. And I'd be like, okay. Yeah, you ordered it. But you ordered it. And they would be like, can I just get something else? And they would want you to exchange it. Yeah, I'll bring you something else. A box for the So you can take the shepherd's pie home. Yeah, to go get and give it to somebody, somebody else. else. And pay <laughs> yeah. for the other meal you're going to get. Yeah. But there were people that thought, if I didn't need it, I shouldn't have to pay for it. Like that was the, <laughs> that's like the exchange. They think that's like the exchange rate at a restaurant. Oh, right? that's not what I thought it was. What? Yeah, I've had people yeah. do that. Well, wow. think, think next Damn. time. Like, you know, this is a business. Ask a question next time. Yeah. Like, you know, this is like, we, we can't serve this to somebody else. Maybe I'd be a bad, I'd be a bad server. Maybe I'd be a bad I restaurant would. owner. The cool I mean, thing about working for a mom and pop was I, if someone was rude, I didn't have to like, she had my back. Like, you didn't have to just take it on the chin like right. you do at corporate places. We're like, my pleasure. You know? You uh, Ian writes in, I worked with Rafe at Lori's while in college. He actually got me the job in the kitchen when we, and I had a blast when I worked there. Ian, what up, buddy? We know the deal. We know what we've done. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't handle that well. I think, I mean, I'd be my, you know, usual nice self and everything, but I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Like if you, you, you know, you break it, you buy it, you order yep. it, you eat it. Or yep. order it, yeah. you take it home. Do whatever you want. Ones. Also, don't leave gross stuff on the table for the for the staff to clean up. Huge pet peeve, bro. A common one is used tissues. Gum. People would spit gum into a sweet and low and fold it in half and then, like, stick it back in the caddies. And I, all the time, if something's been inside your body, dude, it's like, I want to come to your house and just take a dump on your coffee table. That To me, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's the same thing. Thing. Like when I'm cleaning out a caddy as a server and I stick my finger in there and like I pull it out and it's stuck to my finger because you're oh. gum. <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. And people are like toothpicks, those little toothpick things. Yeah. That's been in your mouth, dude. This is a big fight at home. My girlfriend will use them and leave them all over the house. And I'm like, throw that in the trash can. That's been in your body. And I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to touch that. The other thing that was annoying is whenever you have the booster seat and they just let their kids eat tons of crackers and just piles of it on the floor underneath yeah. them. And it's a mess, and you have to go vacuum. You have to do all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, some people said dirty diapers. People even leave dirty diapers behind sometimes. Oh, I saw a lady change her kid at, at the table one time. <laughs> Swear to God. Blew my mind. And I'm like, look, man, 
I love kids, whatever. But like people are eating and you just laid the kid out on the table and yeah. changed the diaper. Yeah. Didn't go to the bathroom. And I'm like, what are yeah, you I'm doing? Yeah. What is happening yeah, right now? That's people disgusting. Are yeah, people are man. eating around you and, you and you're changing. We have a changing station. I think it's by law now. Koala care, to- dude. Go care for your koala in there. Like it's a law now. You have to have those in the now. You have to have them in men's and women's rooms. Mm-hmm. I feel bad for kids. Because, <laughs> dude, think about this: when I'm in a men's room and I'm in the stall, if you're going to a public restroom, you're already probably having an emergency. No one chooses that, right? Mm-hmm. You'd rather go at home. <laughs> and I see that little like chair where you get to strap the kid in, yeah. so they got to <laughs> wait it out, and it's like right by the toilet. You know how many? Nobody wants to experience a dad poop firsthand. You know what I mean? That's bad juju. Yeah. You're just strapping a kid in front row to the horror show. <laughs> At least. I've seen that. I, I've seen, have seen you ever it? seen that? Oh, I've yeah. I've never seen it used. It's a seat. I've never seen it used. I've never seen it used. Oh, yeah, It's yeah, in yeah. there. The it's seat. in there. Yeah, I've seen the seat. No, it's the seat with the straps. That's where you're supposed to put the kid where you, when you go to the bathroom. For. But isn't that nice to, to have? I mean, that's the emergency of all emergencies. Yeah. But the one time, you know, in a 100-mile radius that it happens in a year. Which is probably likely. That one guy is like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, like a two-year-old. Yeah, but how's the kid feel? Whatever. The three-year-old's like, ah! <laughs> He's like Captain Kurtz after that, dude. He's like, the horror. The horror. A thinking, snail crawling along the edge of a razor blade. Thinking He's, of the dad going, oh, my gosh, what is my luck? You know what I mean? Like, dude. everything's going against this guy in this moment. Yeah. But, whew, but that kid's ooh, in luck. daycare smoking like a non-filter cigarette. Just like, <laughs> you don't know what oh, I've yeah, seen. I've seen some stuff. <laughs> All right, uh, some emails, uh, Rich at 1057thepoint.com, or you can also send feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. Talked before news about uh, the Fireball Company being sued. Yeah. Because over in Illinois, uh, if you get the 99-cent Fireball little little bottle. Mini bottles, yeah. Uh, it's not the the Fireball that you'd get in Missouri. It, it doesn't really have as much alcohol Oomph. in it. Uh, and uh, Tim writes in, so the fireball shooting bad boys at every bonfire party aren't as drunk as they say? Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Hey, Riz Moon and Scotty, I was wondering if your parents would ever make an appearance on the show, either for a game or just to chat and tell stories. I know Moon's parents seem like they wouldn't because it's too mainstream or whatever, but I was wondering the possibility. No, Moon's mom is on all the time. Yeah, oh, 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 My mom's a star. My mom would be on here, I'm sure. My father would not. No? No. He'd be great, though, if he, if he would be He would be to. great. I know my dad wouldn't. Neither would Scott. My dad, yeah, I don't think he no, would come on. Not here. available. Nah, he's kind of snooty now. <laughs> not he available. He doesn't come around much anymore. Yeah, he hasn't talked to me in years. Yeah, or me. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if my mother would ever Your come Your pop? On. Yeah, uh, he passed away a few years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> Might as well. They ain't coming on. Uh, I don't know if my mother would come on. My mom would love that opportunity. Yeah, my mom would. I'm sure my brother would too, man. My, brother, my brother's got some stories. He's a funny feller. Uh, and uh, and next email, have you ever guys considered having a show with your wives? Having uh, a show? Like a, like an episode? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't think that my I wife is not it. interested in that at all. <laughs> no? No. Not even one one off? For an hour, you couldn't get her to do it. I'd ask. Uh, I think if I really wanted her to do it, she would. 
What if we took a week's vacation? They came in and filled our roles and did our, our spot. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> interesting. We'll go, to the, we'll go to an island. I'm sure if I really asked, like, hey, babe, it's an hour. She would do it? Uh, yeah. It, it would be an interesting. That's love, baby. That's real love. Maybe. Hey, listen, maybe that's an idea. One, one, yeah. one day of this year. Years in? I mean, show as is, if she was to come in, uh, I, I bet she, I mean, she's a phenomenal speaker, um, but she probably would have no interest. But if I asked her to do it, I'm sure she would do me the favor. Yeah. I think my wife would, because I remember, I think it was my, at the bachelor party or something, one of those nights you just Oh, brought second, her up on stage. Yeah, yeah, just last second, and she had, she even came up with a joke on the spot. Yeah, I did bring her up I was her pretty impressed with that. It's like, dang. My girl's a comedian, so I know. Yeah, you'd be she'd, fine. She'd, she'd be fine. She'd crush She'd be fine. Maybe she hosts. She might get you flagged on the FCC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. I would definitely have to like put a list of words in front. I mean, there's times it's bouncing around in my head. <laughs> uh, hey guys, but most of is I have a parking garage life hack to share with you guys. Uh, just like your secret Delmar parking hack, which I've never heard, which we won't tell you. We will not say. Uh, this one works. After you pay the attendant and start driving into the garage, first thing you need to do is look at the exit and the spots leading towards it. Everyone gets into a, pan a panic and never realizes that they could go towards the exit and get parking right by the exit instead of going six levels up. Man, that's actually really smart, dude. Never really considered never that Never really before. considered it. Because usually you're like, I'm also like, I'm my pet peeve. I hate people that will, like, pass up a parking spot to try to get, like, three feet closer. Yes. It drives me crazy. Why? Just because I'm like, the what time is, is, the is, time is more valuable than the 10 feet you're going to have to walk to me. What is my time of your business? Well, haven't you, have you ever been in a Why car? You, I'm in the car with them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a car with somebody, and then there's clearly spots, but they do the, they go up and down. Circle the lot four times. You're like, I just, so we I mean, can get inside, 20 feet closer if, if I got to the time, Beerbergs. I just want that, you know, the extra bonus of like, all right, good spot, <laughs> good spot today. Oh, yeah. It's I a mean, good I get, feeling. I, the inner dad in me... <laughs> Really awakens on a good parking spot. <laughs> mm. Me too, dude. I'm really ashamed of it. I also got in my car alone the other day and said, well, here we go, to no one. And was like, that's sad. Done that. That's a sad thing. No, that's good. You You like yourself. You're connected to yourself. Yeah. You're friends. All right, here we go. This guy, uh, this guy said, finally calmed the wife and mother-in-law down in the chaos of the parking garage after we went up four levels. And they started going towards the exit, and we ended up within 20 spots of the exit to the parking garage on the first level. We even left, they were at Monster Jam. They, we even left later than everyone at Monster Jam and still was out of the garage within 10 minutes. Nice. It's a good hack, but now That's everyone knows. Yeah. My question, though, you get to the exit, everyone else has done it. Do you have to leave? Do you have to leave the garage and ask to come back in because you you rode the lightning? You flew too close to the sun? Yeah, oh. and, you, and you passed all the spots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You passed all the spots. That is rough. And, and now you're like, beginning. hey, can you let me back in? Yeah, I <laughs> That's already. embarrassing, I dude. I'll tell you what, man. We we did a um, we had a big show in Indonesia and, and uh, in Jakarta and then hopped over to a different uh, island called Makassar. And, dude, we were in a bus and we had a police escort to get to the venue because we were, like, uh, Super, super filled with traffic and traffic, traffic in Asia, especially Southeast Asia, like that. This is a different. It's a different planet. It, oh, yeah. it truly is. And I noticed that no one uses mirrors or looks behind them, which sounds ridiculous, especially for us, right? As Americans, we expect everybody to do everything, look in every direction. Their whole philosophy, though, is it just look ahead of you, 
if somebody's cutting you off, don't hit them. You cut somebody off, you're not even looking at them. They're not going to hit you. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it seemed absurd, but it works so well that I've now taken that approach. And if it's a parking situation and I'm parked here and there's a line, well, I'm just getting in line. Just go. I'm just getting in line. What are you going to do? Hit me? We're going a half a mile well, an hour. You you're not going to hit me. You just hope they're paying attention. Well, they're paying attention because they're stopped and they're in line. They're trying to nudge well, forward a foot yeah, at a time. Because sometimes you go into like a trance, especially if you're in a parking lot. Well, like that's a, your fault. Out. Fine, hit me. We'll exchange information. That seems to be your fault. No, it's not. Not if somebody hits you in the back or in the side. No, dude, you just go. It's time to go. What uh, kind of parking situation are we talking here? Probably garage, like uh, getting out of a blues game. Or... When I was leaving Monster Jam. Okay. I that's, was... a zi- that's a clearly a zipper rule. You got to adhere to the zipper. I'll go mm-hmm. full Larry David on this where I'm like... One car, from if you're merging, one car, yes, one car, yes, yeah, you one it. car. You don't get to just be goosing it and cutting me off because you don't want to let a car in front. Like you also got to back into your space, by the way, too. You oh, got to yes. you got to plan for the exit. Yeah, true, true dad style. You got to back Oof. into the space. I'm Always. not there yet. Dude. Oh, what are you doing? I'm not there yet. Back in. You got to when you get there. You got to prepare for the exit. I don't know. I'm not there yet, man. I always just feel like that's the last. Bastion of like the sad dad. No, no, this yeah, is the prepared yeah. Boy Scout. This is all I got, boys. No, no one no. try to back this big old truck into this space right here, and I'm just like, just back out, dude. No, you're like, preparing no. for the exit. It's easier to back in than back out. That's one. It's safer to back in than back out. That's two. Number three, like it feels good. It really does feel good. And then before, what if something happens? I need to get the hell out of here because somebody's trying to murder me or something. I'm I'm out of here. Pew. No issues. That's in your binder. Never, yeah. yeah, and never mind like the the jumper. What if somebody's got to jump me? You know, as far uh-huh. as jumper right. cables go. You uh, made some valid arguments there. Hey guys, uh, just found out I lucked into hockey tickets for tonight's uh, ratio night the Blues game. Will you guys be around uh, between periods to say hi? We'll be floating around the entire game. Yeah, we're running from corner to corner to corner doing all the uh, in-game entertainment stuff. But hey, feel free to you know stop. Yes, yeah, hello. Stop us and say hi, for sure. Yeah, that's well, a lot of running. Yeah, I'm going to set my uh, my pedometer. Oh, on your watch? Yeah, I'm going to see how many steps I take that'll today. Be, that'll be a lot, because as soon as we're off off camera or whatever, it's like, a, okay, you've got 39 seconds to get to section 333. And you're like, oh, I see it. I see it way over there. Whew. Yep. Hmm. Uh, finally here, uh, hey, guys, I'm Todd, super long-time listener. Uh, I've owned and operated a company called Traumatic Cleanup and Restoration for 28 years. I'm 52 years old. I would love to come on your show and talk about the cleanups. Oh, Ooh. man, I told you I had a buddy that did that for Most a people have a morbid curiosity and would just get a kick out of it. I'm all about fun. It would make it pretty interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I have a... Ah, I, have, I love the traumatic cleanup guy being like, I'm all about fun, you know? Well, I do. I mean, it's super I was, interesting. I was looking for... It for, is interesting. There was a point where I was in between jobs looking for a job, and my buddy had just started doing that. And he's like, I can get you a job with this, but let me tell you... Uh, last there are week, things you can't unsee. Well, he just said, he goes, uh, last week, um, that, was, well, that was my second uh, that was my second brain cleanup. And I yeah. Was like, oh, my gosh. I think I'm out. I think I'm out. I'll call you back. Yeah. I'm sure there's money, and that's probably like a niche lucrative business, I would imagine, because I'm, I'm a lot of competitors, and I imagine you- I don't know, man. Getting insurance companies are just paying you to- do a job nobody else wants to do. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I appreciate the offer, Todd. I don't know if I want to get I, into that. My curiosity of such things is uh, diminishing as I get older. I'm not I'm not as curious. I don't want to know these things. Yeah, I will keep your number and your email. I mean, we may down the road. I'm going, man, let's get this guy on the radio. Talk about some crime scene cleanups. 
I don't know. But I did like how he said it. So I'll make it super fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was working this murder-suicide, and, man, it was a blast, let me tell you. Oh, you know, it's like a crazy... Yeah, I don't know how you go. Well, I guess, I guess if you were in that kind of work, you need to spin it somehow in your head as to not go home. And Yeah, there's probably other things. Deep, dark depression. We're probably going to the worst place. And there's that probably, is the worst place. Yeah, this job is designed spots. to clean up the I worst know, place. But there's probably some fun ones, guys. I'm trying. I'm on Todd's side here. <laughs> I just there's probably a fun one. You know what I mean? Like there's probably you probably had to do somebody. Maybe they. You know. Maybe somebody killed traffic. a clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you there's some wild stories that guy has. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. Again, thank you, Todd. We'll we'll keep your number on on file. I'm, Maybe one day down the road we'll we'll want some of your story. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, it's 8.15. Crap on celebrities after the break. Oh, man, I got to... I, I had Moon pull some pictures I want you guys, you and Rafe and uh, Scott, to see before yeah, I go we'll, to the story. We'll play a little game. Yeah. Play a little game before the story starts. Just... Hey, this is Harlan Williams, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. It kind of sounds like rubbing a beard into a ceiling fan with baby owl feathers. Oh, and happy birthday, Riz. All right, has anybody heard of the show I Am Shauna Ray? It's on TLC. No. Okay, pull up a picture nope. of Shauna Ray. Okay, here is Shauna Ray. Uh, that's Shauna Ray. How old do you think Shauna Ray is? Oh, uh, that's a child. Yeah. 15? 14? You think, is there another picture you have too? Uh, yeah, I have uh, I got this picture right here. That's her. Oh. Yeah, how old does she look? Probably 12, eight. 13. Yeah. I mean, she has, her eyes are so big, they look like a Snapchat filter. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, I Am Shauna Ray is about a woman named Shauna Ray. She's 23 years old. So, that's a 23-year-old. But she's okay. in the body of, like, an 8-year-old, 9-year-old. Just like a condition? She, she had brain cancer when she was a kid, and the treatment stunted her growth. Oh. So, she's three foot ten. she's 50 pounds, and she looks like a child. Well, she started seeing a travel blogger named Dan Swigert. He's 26. So, again, she's really 23. Okay. He's 26. And there are people who think he's a creep. Now, people in real life that don't know the story or... I mean, Shauna looks like a kid, but she is a grown woman. Yeah. It, it, it probably... Pretty hot guy. It probably comes down to what attracted him to her in the first place. And, yeah. and he had to explain his relationship with her. So she's not entitled to love. Like, she's not entitled to... Yeah, of course she is. And it's, a, tra it's is. a tragedy to think that... Uh, He's a good-looking dude. Real good-looking guy. Yeah, it's a tragedy that you think that, you know, controversy in, in public is, is going to follow her forever. Um, but, you know, I mean, I understand... I understand seeing them together, and you go, "Huh, that's weird." It must be. How old is he? He's twenty-six. I mean, who cares, dude? No, I know yeah, who cares. Ultimately, of course, who cares? It's this my, is none of our she's business. She's entitled. To, I can't to, believe that people care. I can't. Do people actually care, or do people think they're supposed to care? Do you know what I mean? Oh, a good mixture of both, I'm sure. Is, is it people that are like, what? Do you, 
she's 23 years old, man. Like, but yeah, she cool. looks like an eight year old. Well, I wouldn't say she looks eight, but yes, she does look young. You're right. Yeah. But it's also like that. What is she supposed to do? That's what she's supposed to date a 15 year. You know what I mean? You yeah, think? Yeah. That's, that's what I mean. It's difficult for her. But but they're, they're, I think people are saying that they're like, well, clearly he has a tendency and this is his sure. way to play it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's the accusation. He, well, so that, he, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Uh, he, he, so he went onto the Internet and he said, you know, it's very important to remember that Sean is an incredible 23 year old woman who has a disability. As soon as you say that she can't have a real world connection with, or say, as soon as you say that she can't have a real world connection with somebody else, you dehumanize her. She's a human being. She deserves to have relationships and connections with whoever she wants. Right, and and I think the the people that are arguing that are saying it's not about her. We're, we're not we're not criticizing her. They're criticizing him. Which, by the way, yeah, that dude is ripped out of his head. Like, so I'm he, he looks great. Yeah, but uh, do, do like I'm sure the fans of the show obviously know how they met, but the people that are saying this, do they understand where these two even encounter Internet? each other and how they met? No, they just see the pictures. Okay. How they meet? Yeah. Um, I don't. Chuck E. Cheese. It's probably not Stop nefarious it. at all. <laughs> I don't you know? know. Man, you just added it. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. So the other day he posted a follow up uh, and basically <laughs> blasting all the haters. You know, he did appear on the second season of I Am Sean Array, but he's back home in the UK now, so the romance is up in the air. Shauna says, I haven't actually really thought about if Dan and I were in a relationship and how that would look. I assume that we would probably try long distance, but I've been in long distance relationships. It's not my cup of tea. Yeah. Man. She's a bartender. It's so, so tough. It's so tough. She's a bartender? I see there's a picture of her with her hand on the beer tap. She has a tattoo on her forearm. Yeah. It's so tough. Of well, a what eight year old nowadays doesn't have a That's tattoo? That's true. Good point. Hmm. It's so tough of a situation because, you know, even even if I knew, let, let's say, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in, in multiple positions here. Let's say I was at the rest at a restaurant. I'm a regular at the bar she works at, right? And I know her, and, I, and she's incredible and awesome person. And I'm just like, man, she's the coolest. And then somebody is like, she's hot, right? I'm not sure. What do you say? I, 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 I'm not sure my brain could even go to a point where I was thinking about that. Do you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. I, I mean, there's just... An undeniable fact in the room that she does look extremely young. Yeah. Mm. That's tough. That's a tough, this is a tough, that's a tough situation. Yep. Yeah. Now, listen, I hope she finds a love she uh, she desires. And she's entitled to, to love whoever she wants and... Crazy story. Everybody's got to be damned. Crazy story. I would imagine, no, it, you know, people will benefit from just kind of minding their own business yes. for a bit. Yeah. Sure. Yes. But but in the same, same respect, if you see what looks to be an older guy, you know, romancing a younger girl. Yeah, they don't get to go to the zoo and have a lot of PDA, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they you probably got to be mindful of that, I imagine. Yeah, they should be. Yeah. They should be. All right, today is uh, January 24th, <laughs> back in the day, 88 years ago, uh, 1935. Kruger Cream Ale, brewed by the Kruger Brewing Company, became the first beer sold in a can. 51 years ago, 1972, farmers in Guam discovered a Japanese soldier who had hid himself in the jungle for 28 years and had no idea World War II was over. That's I love that story. still one of the craziest stories on earth. Man. Uh, 48 years ago, 1975, Larry Fine of the Three Stooges died of a stroke at the age of 72. 
39 years ago, 1984, Steve Jobs unveils the Macintosh personal computer to a group of Apple shareholders with a dramatic presentation that shocked the crowd when the Mac spoke for itself. Hmm. 35 years ago, 1988, Hacksaw Jim Duggan wins the first WWF Royal Rumble. 34 years ago, 1989, Ted Bundy is fried in the Florida electric chair. 28 years ago, 1995, live coverage of the O.J. Simpson trial begins. Day one. Daytime. Uh, network soap operas were preempted for almost nine months. Dang. Uh, 27 years ago, 1996, uh, the FDA approves the fat substitute Olestra in spite of the potential for what? Cancer. Anal leakage. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That what was, was a that big one? thing back in 96. <laughs> They had to put that in the commercials, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Uh, 17 years ago, 2006, Chris Penn, brother of Sean Penn, was found dead in a condo near the beach in Santa Monica, California. He was only 40. His death was ruled accidental. He suffered from an enlarged heart. And that same day, Disney bought Pixar for $7.4 billion. Uh, Pixar had already had six major hits before the buyout. The Incredibles, Finding Nemo, Monsters, Inc., A Bug's Life, and the first two Tour Story uh, movies. But... I think uh, Disney probably made their money back on that. Yeah. Good investment. Good acquisition. And that's what happened back in the day. And now, Crap on Celebrities. All right, time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. Crap on brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best. Flush the rest. BrightHouseCo.com. 636-600-0188. Danny Trejo. Also, machete. Also known as Machete. Uh, never meant to become an actor. Now, we've heard this before. Uh, it did happen by accident, and you could say that it happened because of his history of taking and selling drugs and recovering. This guy. Sorry, you want Whoa, to play now? scared me. Danny, calm down. Danny, let me get to it. Uh, he spent more, more than a decade in and out of prison, but he eventually cleaned himself up and became a counselor. So get this. In 1984, an actor Danny was sponsoring told him that he was worried that he would relapse on the set of his latest movie. So Danny visited him on the set. Somebody saw Danny and offered him a part as an extra in a prison scene. Here's what he says about it. Here's uh, Danny Trejo, Machete himself. This guy says, hey, do you want to be in this movie? And I said, what I got to do is just, you want to be an extra? Can you act like a convict? And it was kind of a joke, you know? I said, I'm a professional. You know? and, uh, give me a blue shirt. And I took off my shirt. I have a big tattoo. That saw that tattoo. Said, wait, wait, hold on. By the grace of God, my whole life changed. Yeah, pretty incredible story. Uh, there is a whole documentary which I watched. It's called Inmate Number One, The Rise of Danny Trejo. And he goes into his, into his whole life. What a wild story Yeah, of a life of crime and redemption and the fact that he counsels yeah. uh, inmates now. Yep. I mean, the guy is an incredible guy. Yeah, and redemption through sobriety and counseling and all, all of that. I mean, he explains his tattoos because he's got some wild tattoos. Yeah. But it's called Inmate Number One, The Rise huh. of Danny Trejo. The biggest shock in all of that was finding out that he had to take his shirt off, meaning he had a shirt on. Yes. Which is which is different. I never has a shirt on. Uh, that came from the latest episode of PBS's series, Finding Your Roots. The uh, video's up on the blog. Zoe Saldana has become the first actor to film or to have four films make over $2 billion each at the worldwide box office. All right, so she was in the Avengers movies. Avengers, yep. Uh, we got Avengers Infinity War and v Avengers Endgame and then... Uh, Avatar. Avatar, The Way of Water. Uh, in case you missed it, James Cameron became the first director to have three films that make over $2 billion, and those are... Avatar. Titanic. That's right. Titanic and Avatar and Avatar. 
Uh, OK Go. You guys know this band probably from their famous videos, right? Yeah, the uh, the video, video uh, of them on the treadmills. Yes, that's the Here It Goes Again. Band? Here It Goes Again. Here It Goes Again. Uh, but now they're in a legal battle with Post, the cereal company responsible for hits like Grape Nuts, Raisin Bran. That's his favorite cereal, by the way, is Grape Nuts. Oh, how can you beat it? Make it like soggy cardboard. Literally pick any other cereal <laughs> off of the shelf. You and that's how. are it. wrong. It's Ugh. so good. Uh, not long ago, they launched a new line of instant cereal cups called OK Go. Um, ever since it came out, the band has been threatening to sue them for taking their name. Okay, so Post released a thing called OK Go. Uh, so Post has beat them to the punch and filed legal, legal papers asking a court to declare that they're doing nothing wrong. So OK Go, and I don't even know if it was a joke, but they're saying like, oh, we're going we're gonna to sue Post. We're going to sue Post. So Post is like, nah, we'll go ahead and sue you as a defensive Oh, measure. whoops. Uh, so they noted that their trademark application for OK Go exclamation was approved last year, and the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office did not think the cereal would cause confusion with the band's name. So... Well, okay. you know where they messed up? They didn't hire the food lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get the food lawyer on the case. Gotta yeah. get him. Idiots. Uh, anybody sneakerheads? You a fan of, like, shoes or anything? Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, now is your chance to get an incredibly rare pair of Jordans. Originally created a few years back to, commer- co- to commemorate Biggie's birthday. The kicks are hitting the auction block, and they're not going to come cheap. Get this. Air Jordan 13s, designed in 2017 to, on, to honor uh, the uh, what would have been Notorious B.I.G.'s 45th trip around the sun. Okay, so his 45th birthday was supposed to be honored in 2017 by these 13s, but they were never released. They remained locked away. 23 pairs, only 23 pairs oh, man. How much are those of the for? Jordans will be auctioned off at that Sotheby's. Uh, sizes 7 to 13. The auction tells us that they expect each pair to sell between, what are your guesses? More than I would ever pay. I'm going to say 20 to 25K a pair. Uh, I'm going to go 200K. Whoa, that high? No, I was going to go 8K. Far, far less. you got to remember, there's so many rare... I'm going to say 8,000. So many rare sneakers out there. They are expecting them to go between 2,300 and 5,200, oh, depending on the it. size. Oh, yeah. I thought these were, like, never released. Never released. There's only 23 of them. Uh, there's no reserve price, so they could go way up beyond that. It does start at a dollar. you know if it dollar. comes with an extra set of laces or anything? That seems cheap, doesn't it? 2,300 bucks? I mean, yeah, because I, I know there's some crazy. It, but... I guess there's a lot of comedians that are sneakerheads, man, and they get in crazy. Like I like shoes, but I'm like, my favorite. They get in crazy bidding wars. Yeah, my favorite thing is that people forget these shoes are still made for probably like ten cents. You know, yeah. they're selling for that price when you could go buy actual handmade shoes for twenty five hundred dollars. Boy, who had the nicest sneakers coming in? I think Jay Farrow. He had the Ewings. He, he had some Jay Farrow sick. had the, U- oh, yeah, the sick yeah. Ewings. They do have some sick uh, Waylon Jennings Ewing crossovers right now that I was eyeballing. I was peeping them. I don't know if I can pull them off. These you are, could pull them off. You have, like, the style to pull them off. These are cool. I just got my first pair of Jordans. I got threes. Um, oh, those are pretty cool. But they're pretty sick, right? Uh, as as far as the on. design, they're 13s. They're black with a hint of red. Silhouette of Biggie is stitched on the tongue. They also feature the words, it was all a dream. And if you don't know, now you know, inside the tongue, which, of course, is some of Biggie's uh, most iconic bars. They very gaudy, like some of the other. Like, no, uh, they're they're pretty classic looking, actually. Um, here's, like, the inside with the, with the lyrics and the tongues. I mean, they're 13s. And if you like 13s, these are pretty much some of the dopest 13s you're going to see. Neat. Yeah, I like I like them. I'm not sure I could I could rock those. Yeah, you can. They're just black sneakers. I don't I don't do black sneakers very well. 
for some reason, they make me look shorter. Uh, <laughs> and I don't every, like that. We could use every inch we, uh, we can get. <laughs> That's right. Uh, let's see. Proceeds from the online auction, which ends February 3rd, will go towards the Christopher Wallace Memorial Foundation. That's an organization, organization that helps inner city kids excel in school by providing sponsorships and grants, among uh, much more. He was shot and killed in Los Angeles, 1997, considered one of the greatest rappers of all time. By the way, he was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2020. Uh, a fan fell from the balcony of the Apollo Theater, and it's on tape uh, during Drake's Sunday night concert. Footage shows the person plummeting below as the show went on. Uh, Drake said, uh, just got to make sure somebody's okay. And he and 21 uh, Savage left the stage for a few minutes, like 15 minutes, uh, to make sure everything's okay. From all that I saw, the guy was fine, but nobody's talking about it. And if you see him come down, he kind of comes down head first, shoulders first. What about the people he landed on? That's my concern. That's, those are the people you should be checking yeah, on. Yeah, his fall was broken by the people below. Yeah, it's about six and people that disappeared. They're not saying if there's injuries or not? No, nah, from what I read, I was looking for updates. They said uh, it didn't look like there was any Nobody serious died, injuries. Nobody died, everybody's... Wow. But, I mean, falling from a balcony ain't no joke. <laughs> Especially head first. Uh, okay, uh, we'll, really into Drake. We'll put the video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll put the video up on the blog. Uh, we might see the final performance of Run DMC this year. Daryl M. Uh, DMC McDaniel's said that he and Run would perform their last live concert this spring at Madison Square Garden. DMC explained, "Run DMC is over. The only way Run DMC gets back together is if the Beatles get back together. Can that happen? And that ain't happening. It's going to be the last episode of a documentary that they're doing. So Run DMC's last show ever, because uh, it's time for Run to go be Paul." McCartney and me to be John Lennon. We done did what we could do. That's what he said. DMC said the documentary is up for sale. So he said, uh, we're going to do it with Netflix or to the highest bidder. Oh, it's so going to be they're a, shooting it. They're shooting they're it now. It's going to be a live production. Run DMC's doing the last waltz at Madison Square Garden. Who wants to pay $100 million to own it? So, Rave, you know That's how that works, said. especially the way the comedians shop their, sure. their Netflix stuff around or streamers around. Oh, yeah. So they would shoot it and then try to sell it? License it, yeah, probably to a streaming platform like HBO, Netflix, Hulu, something like that. So it's a gamble, basically. They got investors. Totally. They're financing themselves. Yeah. I don't know how much it would cost. Are they going to do the whole tour? They're doing a whole documentary. It sounds like on this tour and then the last show as like a final, like this is yeah. this is it for Run DMC. I mean, they're making a lot of money on tour. He's asking for $100 million, or they're expecting $100 million. I don't know what Netflix pays Man. for these specials or any of that kind of stuff, but I guarantee it ain't $100 million. For one, I mean, if it's going to be a series, because I'm like, man, for like a one, two-hour documentary, that's a pretty high $100 million yeah. bucks. price tag. Maybe he's just joshing with that price. I don't know. That was I like six Adam Sandler movies. If they're interested, I, I could raise about ten grand right now. Oh, well, you can buy it. Uh, Brooks and Dunn have extended their reboot tour, and they're bringing Scotty McCreary along to open the shows. Uh, it'll pick up May 4th in Kansas City and runs to mid-June. You can check out all the dates on uh, on the blog. A Waterworld performer, not the movie. We're done talking about the movie that oh. came out in 93 or whatever. I'll never uh, be done. This is one of the performers at Universal Studios Hollywood. You know, you know this is the thing with the big pool and the airplane yeah. flies through and lands and somebody jumps off a high dive. Uh, well, somebody's been hospitalized after taking one of those 30-foot drops into a tank and not coming back up for air. Uh, authorities tell TMZ that the incident happened during a Monday show at the theme park. We're told the performer went into the water as planned in the show, but it was clear something went wrong when he did not immediately surface. We don't know if the performer had a medical, medical emergency while underwater or if he was somehow injured by the 30-foot fall into the tank, maybe getting knocked out from your head hitting the water. I'm not sure. 
but when folks noticed the performer wasn't coming out of the water, we're told employees pulled him out and was giving CPR for five minutes on the spot. Got the heart beating again, and the performer was rushed to the hospital. Unclear what the condition is currently, uh, but they say that they're still being treated at the hospital. All right, it's time for the Golden Raspberry Awards, or the uh, Razzies. The, Razzies, yes. the oh, noms baby. are out. The Razzies celebrate the worst filmmaking and performances of the year. The noms are presented right before the Academy Awards acknowledge the best of the crafts. We've seen some people win Academy Awards and Razzies in the same year. Uh, this year, Marilyn Monroe uh, biopic Blonde leads the way with eight nominations, including Worst Picture. Man, there was a lot of hype behind that movie. I don't know anybody that saw it. I don't know a single human that saw it either. Yeah. Because remember, it was rated, they rated it NC-17. It was? Oh, yeah. They rated it NC-17. Somebody shot their shot at her, right? There was an actor accepting an award, and, like, she was presenting, and he, like, who was it? And he was like, I really, your performance in Blonde... And the audience laughed. Oh, right. And he goes, you guys are, I'm serious. You guys are laughing. Like, I was so moved by the opening sequence. It was one of the best. Like, he was trying to shoot his shot at the That's right. Was that a musician or something? Can't remember, but it was somebody that just won an award. Maybe it was Machine Gun Kelly, because his uh, stoner film, Good Morning, brought in seven nominations, including Worst Actor, Worst Picture. Uh, Jared Leto's Morbius was honored with five nods. Morb. Hollywood's dad, Tom Hanks, was hit with two Razzie nominations. He received a Worst Actor nomination for... Pinocchio, and a Worst Supporting Actor nod for Elvis. I didn't even know he was in that Elvis movie. Yeah, he's a a colonel. Colonel. Colonel Tom Parker. The winners find out their fate March 11th, the night before the Academy Awards. (laughs) Uh, Do you want some of the nominees for for Worst Picture? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Blonde, as I mentioned before. Disney's Pinocchio. Good Morning. That's the um, The uh, Machine Gun Kelly thing. The King's Daughter. Don't know that. What is that? I don't know. Uh, and Morbius, so Morbius is on it, and I, that's come across my screen multiple times for me to for me to check out. You might like kind of thing, and uh, I still I have I yeah, just don't, I, know I can't to I can't find a reason to want to watch it. Talk about the controversial thing though. It's it's they they nominated for a Razzie a twelve year old like a twelve year old girl. Oh, oh. that was for uh, <laughs> and they're like, hey, you know what? It's it's funny when it's the adults, but like leave the kids out of it. Well, well, worst actress. How the acting was. Worst actress was Ryan Armstrong for Firestarter. Bryce, uh, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard for Jurassic Park Dominion. Which, by the way, also that was terrible. It's a Firestarter girl. Firestarter is. Uh, oh, that's Ryan Armstrong. Ryan Kiera Armstrong. Yeah, I think she's like twelve. Yikes! Diane Keaton, Mac and Rita, uh, Kaya something that, for the King's Daughter, and Alicia Silverstone for the Reckon. Re- yeah, like, hey, you know what? You know, it's leave the kid out of it. It's, yeah, it is good. She's in entertainment. She needs to learn how it feels. Dude, uh, this know, this man. good morning, this good morning thing from Modson and uh, and and Machine Gun Kelly. Pete Davidson got worst supporting actor. It was nominated for a cameo role. Mm. <laughs> for a cameo role. That's awesome. uh, worst screen couple uh, is Colson Baker, aka Machine Gun Kelly, and Modson for Good Morning. Um, let's see, Elvis, Tom Hanks, and his latex-laden face. <laughs> well, and, and you know, so the Academy Award nominees just came out. Like, just came out a couple minutes ago. And so, a lot of stuff for Elvis and the Razzies. Elvis nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, isn't that wild? For the Academy Awards. So, Best Picture, All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, Way of Water. Which was good, man. That was a good movie. Haven't seen it. It was good. Saw it. Saw it over the weekend. Do I need to go to the theater? Is this the thing that it merits theater going? Yeah. We did the 3D thing. Uh, The Banshees uh, is in a Sheeran. I watched that. Was that good? Yes, it's really like uh, it's wild. It's a very small story. It's a very like nuanced performance, but both huh. actors were really good in it. 
You know what movie I saw um, recently? We, we did family movie night on Friday with uh, Black Adam. Man, um, coulda, shoulda been so cool. And it just missed. Yeah, so that wasn't great. It just missed. And, dude, I'm, I'm all about The Rock. I'm one of the supporters. And he was flat, dude. Uh, best Picture, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, which was good. That's Excellent awesome. film. Should win. Uh, the Fablemans, which is a Spielberg movie. Which I've also heard is incredible and boring at the same time. Yeah, but you're not going to make a Spielberg movie based on Spielberg's life and not get a nomination. That, that movie was getting nominated no matter what. Uh, a movie called Tar. Uh, Triangle of Sadness, Women Talking, and Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Right. That's That's I did see that, and it did live up to the hype. It lived up to the hype, dude. So old school Hollywood movie. Favorite movie of the year. Rush. That was excellent. Uh, just to wrap it up, worst screenplay was either Blonde, um, Disney's Pinocchio, Good Morning, Jurassic uh, Jurassic World Dominion, or Morbius. So all of those are in the running. By the way, I, I watched the Good Morning trailer just because I had never heard of it before, and it looks like one of those things you're like, oh, you know what? This is supposed to get slammed. Probably kind of like Half Baked did. You know, it's kind of like a... It's got its uh, audience. Yeah, like a stoner kind of movie. So I'm going to give it a go just because I want to see if it's one yeah. of those goofy things that's funny because it's funny. Who I'm sure it's made for a certain type of person. What's your best picture pick? What do you think is going to win? Top Gun. You think Top Gun's going to no, do it? No, it's not going to win. You don't think so? That's what I want. <clears throat> that's what I want to win. I think... Um, Same again. It's uh, Elvis. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar. Banshees, Elvis, everywhere, every, uh, I'm sorry, everything, everywhere, all at once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun, Triangle Sadness, and Women Talking. I haven't seen a lot of these. Everything, everywhere, all at once, I think probably deserves it. It was Me so too. clever, so well done, so interesting, so Me engaging, too. so mysterious. Yeah. The, and sweet. Uh, the effects were freaking Yeah, that was good. Ridiculous. And brought back that actor yeah. that played Data, Data. in the Goonies, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. got me hyped for him. Like, he was it probably won't. They'll probably give it to Cameron or Spielberg, but or possibly Top Gun. I think it's got a shot, dude. Oh, Top Gun does. Epic so was a good movie. Top Gun has a shot because Tom Cruise hasn't got. What, what, does he? Have, he doesn't have a Best Picture or nothing, does he? No, I don't think so. This might be one of those make moves. Is, like, is he hey, up for is... Best Actor for it? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't dug in, but. Dang. Uh, celebrities celebrating a birthday today. Misha Barton from the OC is 37. Tatiana Ali. She was uh, Ashley Banks on Fresh Prince. She's 44. Kristen Shaw. She is Louise on Bob's Burgers, uh, Carol in uh, Last Man on Earth. She's funny. so funny. Former Daily Show correspondent. Uh, speaking of Daily Show, Ed Helms. Andy from The Office, former Daily Show guy, is 49. Matthew Lillard, Shaggy from the Scooby-Doo movies. And Stu, one half of the psychotic serial killing team in the original Scream, is 53. Uh, Mary Lou Retton, legendary gymnast, is 55. Legendary Russian comic. Yakov Smirnoff. Ah, yeah, yeah, Missouri's own. What a country. Is 72 today. What a country. Russian men have a saying. Women are like buses. That's it. He's still going, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I think they shut it down. He's, no. He was out in L.A. for a hot no. second again. He's working a new hour, dude. A new hour down in Missouri? In Branson? Uh, Why well, the Yakov Smirnoff Theater in Branson? Yeah, my friend wrote for him. I'm a, a comic buddy of mine from Springfield that like wrote for him for years. It was like a... Really? Said he's a super sweet guy. And yeah. he's like, it's all, he said his new hour is like wildly different. It's huh. not in Russia. 
but I've, I've seen too that he's been popping up at like the improv and like, I can all see those that. places yeah, yeah, yeah. in LA again. I'll so what happens out. at the theater? What happens at the at the I Yacos? think that's been shut off. That's been shut down for years. Last time we went past it, it's, it's there. Yeah, There's signs for he it or still something. Has a spot there. Oh. So, so what happens at the theater if he's not performing? There's like other somebody shows. else does something. Yeah, they probably have some. I forgot what the other group is. It's in there, but uh, today is the birthday of the Jewish Elvis, Neil Diamond. <laughs> Love is, Neil Diamond. Is 82. And happy birthday, Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville is 82. It's your favorite Neil Diamond song. Ah, uh, man. Favorite Neil Diamond song. In the Aaron Neville megaphone. <laughs> Coming to America. It's a good one. Crackling Rose. Also good. I'm going to go uh, uh, Brother Loves Travel and Salvation Show, Dark Horse entry into the Neil Diamond catalog. I don't know Love if I that know song. that one. But Aaron Neville, whenever I hear Aaron Neville, I think of this. You know, this place only cost me a hundred bucks. That's a better deal than that Aaron Neville megaphone I bought. Okay, I want to thank you guys for making me activity director for the day. Okay, first of all, can every... What the hell? What the hell's wrong with this thing? Uh, okay, uh, we're about to start the... <laughs> Dude, I pitched uh, I pitched a sketch one time called Karen Neville, and it was Aaron Neville's sister who sang in a really deep voice. <laughs> so I was going to have a girl come out, and then I was going to have a mic backstage and be like, I don't know much, but I know I love you. And that's his big hit, Aaron that's Neville. so good, dude. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Riley Richards. Today's birthday girl has been in 122 fine films, including Big Mommy Boobs 3, oh. Bodybuilders and Heat 23, Breast Fest, Cougars Prey 2, Horny Heartbreakers, and a movie called Johnny the Pool Boy, Psycho Cheerleaders 2, and who can forget a role in 2010's My Mom's a Whore. Wow. Pretty on the nose there. Yeah. Uh, Riley Richards is 43 years old. That's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back, and let's give away some stuff. Rafe, I'm going to need you here. We're going to play oh. Fake News of Florida. Yeah. So Rafe will read you a headline. Okay. And you guys on the phone will have to tell us if this is a, an actual story from the great state of Florida, or is it fake news, something we made up. All right. Two out of three right, you win. We'll play now. Hello, I am Elias, and you're listening to The Rizzuto Show. Happy birthday, Riz. This made me laugh when I, when I saw this. So I guess a daughter <laughs> uh, posted something her father wrote. I feel this way sometimes, and, and it's it's from dad to the daughter. It says, I can't keep up with the pressure of always having to LOL or like or heart everyone's random thoughts, pictures, and amusements. For all future texts, I love them, laugh at them, or like them, unless it's bad, then I dislike them. In perpetuity, I can't live with the pressure. I'm out. <laughs> it's just like a group chat? Yeah. <laughs> what a dad move. I feel the same way. Can't yeah. live with the pressure. Like, if somebody sends something over, you feel like you have to respond, especially if you're in a group chat. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, everybody responded except for <laughs> Moon. Yeah. Huh. Uh, we've been through that, by the way. With our group. I'm yelled at by, I've been yelled at by every one of you. Every one of you. Not for me. Not, for not responding. I don't yell at you. I only yell at you if I have a question specifically for you and you ignore. Not a 
time never, I send I've you a meme. Ignored, I've never flat out ignored a question that's directed mm. towards me. But I think you have made it known on air that, you know, I'm not, I'm not a uh, fantastic responder. No, I will let it sit and then go, I guess I got to respond. <laughs> yeah. I guess I got to do something. That's the problem with texts, too, is everyone has different expectations. Exactly. Of, I have a friend who will, like, rip you for not responding. But then I'll look at their phone, and they have, like, 137 unopened text messages. And I'm like, why are you mad at me? You don't even... I at least open all mine. Right, yeah. You know, or they'll do the same thing. Like, they won't text me back or something. And it's like, or it will be in three different group chats. You ever have that going on where you have like oh, yeah. similar members oh, of yeah. different group chats? Uh, and once I'm I get out. once I get Happy Thanksgiving in one, I'm putting my obligatory Thanksgiving meme up in one, and I'm not going through every. And I have my buddy was like, "Oh man, you didn't say Happy Thanksgiving back to me the other day." Yes, yeah, see, like, and that's the I, thing. I did. It was in the group chat, man. Like, I'm not <sighs> going through each individual yeah. thread. That's but. the thing, man. And then you have to start prioritizing the people that you know have bad a uh, bad take on it. That you gotta like, you know. So I, so I, yeah, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. That's why Dad said, "Too much pressure. I'm out." He's I'm right. Out. I totally He's not get wrong. It. I'm out. I totally understand it. I appreciate that. I really do. I think that's setting the that's setting the right precedent. We had yeah. a friend that was like, "If a pandemic happens and it's four or five months in a lockdown, which is not that long, right?" Come to find out, we're like, "Hey, man, you you upset with us or something?" Like, "Yeah, I am actually." You didn't reach out to see how I was doing, and I went. Oh, my God, dude. You, you are single. You are kidless and single, and I'm raising 10 kids over here, and you're angry with me for not checking on you? Did you he are, reach out to you? You are not my child. No, it was a, like, a, hey, is there, you know, are you upset with us or something? Sure. And it was like, you know what? That's it. Uh, this is not my style human being. I don't need it. Like, I'm not raising a you. A true friend is somebody you you don't talk to in six months. And exactly. Then you, and then you yeah. finally reconnect, and it's like as if nothing happened. Exactly. My buddy called me yesterday. I haven't talked to him in three and a half years. And it was one of my best friends from high school. I mean, we chopped it up on the phone, laughing for two hours. Right. There's never, yeah. never yeah. like, man, you didn't call me for two years. Yeah. yeah, we at the end we were like, hey, we should do this more often. Yeah, let's try to make a point. Like I know it's you know the same thing. He's got like three kids and he works hard. He works eighty hours a week and he, they're all going to he, traveling soccer teams, which is like a second job for a parent. And I'm yeah. like, that's all right. Just call me. Whatever. You're not really watching no that pressure. soccer game, dude. Just sneak off. Call me. <laughs> We know what's going on. But I'm not going to be butthurt. That's a good friend. A good friend is somebody, yeah. if you don't talk to in a while, I agree. and then you finally reconnect, it's I no agree. awkwardness. You just pick it up. Where yep. do you guys stand on? How do you feel? What's your, how do you take it if you text someone, a one-on-one, -on -one, not a group? And then, like, what's the amount of time that you expect something back before, does it not bother you at all? I expect nothing. You know what? It why? doesn't because, bother me. Because you have your life, and I have no idea what that entails. And I respect you for whatever it is you got to do or don't. it's a question for Very work. secure. That's a very secure guy right Unless there. it's a question for work. I no, don't care. No, it's not about security. You know why? That, that's what I expect. And and that's what that's the standard I live by, and I expect everybody I else cool. to live by that standard. Like, dude, you, I, I respect the complexities of your life. Yeah. If it's just like a what up, and they don't respond, it's fine. But if I ask like a... Specific question. Yeah. And then question. if I'm like, if it's something that clearly needs responded to, then I'm like, oh man, did I cross a line? Is this person mad at me? I start like self, there is a cycle of self hatred and abuse that will oh, no. rear its ugly head. Yeah. Man. There'll be a ticker tape parade yeah. going on inside my brain. Hey, before we get to the, uh, before we get to the, to the contest, I do want to, uh, to, to shout out, um, 
Nice Guy Ron uh, was a guy that used to call a lot for uh, a contest. Yeah, he was great. At, he was great at getting through. That's no easy feat, and he had it. He had it down to an art. And he was so kind to talk to on a phone. Yeah, Nice Guy Ron, nice guy, would call a lot to try to participate and win win tickets and stuff. And uh, I received word yesterday that Nice Guy Ron passed away. Ah, and, such a bummer. Uh, hate to hear that. But a uh, shout out to uh, Nice Guy Ron's family. And uh, yeah, we'll miss you calling in, buddy. Yeah. I would always see nice. You see that, Scott? I would always see a nice guy, Ron. I, I didn't see that he had passed. Well, yeah, we I like that out. guy. Yeah, he was lovely, man. He was such a sweet man, and he he came out to a lot of events too. Yeah, yeah, he was uh, oh, a great. I hate to hear that. A great energy. Sorry for your retired, loss, everybody. Retired carpenter from uh, Carpenters Union in '73. Member of Saint Cecilia Catholic Church in Glen Carbon. Yeah. Dang, this goes out and to a regular caller. To nice run. Yeah, Tired he's, Carpenter, he's, he's nice getting man. in. Oh, yeah. He's getting in? Yeah, right in. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. JC was a carpenter. Yeah, that's You're right. Good company. Peter's like, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Carpenter? They're going to be like, right uh, here. I know somebody wants to speak with you. <laughs> Did you do that job down in Florissant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. JC's like, they're just, yeah, do you see the, it's pretty Pretty shoddy craftsmanship, the guy before you. Am I right? You know? <laughs> so RIP, a nice guy, Ron. You know, we'll miss you calling. The Rizzuto Show. Here, have some free sh- All right, and today's contest is sponsored by... T.R. Hughes, half-acre new home sites in Wentzville and five-acre new home sites in St. Charles. Visit T.R. Hughes, uh, sorry, trhughes.com. All right, we're playing fake news of Florida. So Rafe is going to read you a headline, and you tell us if it's a... Real story from the great state of Florida, or is it something that we made up? Two out of three right, you win. Trevor and Troy, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, Trevor, let's play fake news or Florida. Go ahead, Rafe. All right, Trevor, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, this is fake news or Florida. I'm your host, Chip Williams. (laughs) A Bradenton woman was charged with domestic battery after pelting her boyfriend in the face and chest with a plate of chicken. Oh, that's real? That is, yes. That is real. That is very Florida. One for one. Next. One for one. A Delray Beach man was caught on camera smoking meth in a Walmart dressing room. That's fake. Wow, that's fake. I would have said Florida on that one. Trevor, congratulations. Hang on. The conviction he had on that. Yeah, I'm like he knew. Uh, Dan, hello. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, Dan. Let's play fake news or Florida. All right, Dan, here we go. A Clearwater woman was arrested after she ripped her shirt off and demanded pedestrians pet her, quote, unquote, sweater puppies. That sounds like Florida. Ah, it's fake news, but I want it to be real. (laughs) Yeah, it does sound like Florida in your defense. Next. A Pinellas County man was arrested for hurling a glass jar of salsa at a man without any provocation. Mm, Florida. Yes. You got it. Florida. Final one. All right, Dan, here's the moneymaker. A Miami man was charged with drug possession after police found bath salts taped to his scrotum. Florida. Oh, that's fake news. I would have guessed Florida, too, man. That's not where you keep your bath salts. Uh, Ryan, hello. Good morning. Happy birthday, Riz. Thanks, Ryan. Let's play fake news or Florida. Here's Chip. Here's Chip. A Palatka man was arrested after asking deputies to test the quality of the meth he bought off a local drug dealer. Uh, Let's go Florida. Yes. 
Miss Florida. I believe we did have that story. As a headline, who's next? Police in the town of Bunnell arrested a couple for having their kids in the car while they watched the Super Bowl inside a bar. Oh, let's let's go Florida again. Yeah, you better believe it, dog. <laughs> Uh, right, uh, Shane in Barnhart. Shane, good morning. Morning. All right, Shane, here we go. Shane, a Fort Lauderdale man was arrested for DUI after he slammed his car into a police station. Florida. Ooh, fake. Fake news, next. A Pompano Beach woman told police she couldn't get a DUI because her cat was driving. Fake. Yes. <laughs> well done, Ooh, well done. That was it's tough. Fake. That was tough. Final one. Police in the town of Parrish arrested a man for assaulting his wife with a Taco Bell burrito. Florida. We got a winner. Oh, man. <laughs> Nicely done. I would have got that, I got that wrong, it. too. Uh, Jordan, it. hello. Good morning, fellas. Hey, Jordan. Here we go. Jordan. A Florida Highway Patrol canine found drugs in a Brooksville man's taco dinner kit. Uh, that's Florida. Yep. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Man, the confidence. <laughs> what a <laughs> Ortega. A Santa Rosa man dressed up as the Grim Reaper and went to the beach to scare people away. Uh, Florida. Yes. Dang. <laughs> All right, hang on. Everybody's good. Yeah, crushing Everybody's really it. good at this game. Uh, Stacy, let's keep it going. Good morning. Happy birthday. Thank you. Here we go. Stacy, a woman got married to a tree so it could not be legally cut down. Florida. Yes. <laughs> you guys are crushing this. Bradenton police caught two 10-year-old kids driving their parents' car to McDonald's after they were ratted out by a man who was also driving a stolen car. Three down. Uh, Dan, hello. Hi. Let's keep it going. Here we go. Dan, a woman dressed as a turkey was arrested for shoplifting. Uh, Florida. Yep. <laughs> too easy. <laughs> a female congressional candidate claimed that she communicated telepathically with extraterrestrials. Uh, let's go fake. Uh, <laughs> he don't get more Florida than that, dude. <laughs> oh, man. All right, final one. All right, pull it out of the fire, Dan. A man was busted for abusing 911 after he called to report a stripper who refused to give him, quote, boom, boom, end quote. Florida. Oh. <laughs> All right, one final contestant. Let's go to Dominic and Warrington. Dominic, hello. Hey, good morning, guys. Happy oh. birthday, Ray. Good morning, Dominic. Here we go. Dominic. A Fort Myers man was charged with indecent exposure after getting naked during a picture with a mall Santa. <laughs> We're going to go Florida. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that did sound like Florida. Here we go. Redemption time. A Miami woman was arrested for arson after she tried to set her daughter's principal's car on fire. We're going to go Florida again. Oh, oh, man. 
we had three or four folks that made that game look like it was like easy, yeah. but it is hard. That's it is hard. hard. And those two were very Florida, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I would have guessed Florida. But hey, listen, we had quite a few winners. Yes, that was and wonderful. That's a, that's a good thing, guys. Gave away some tickets. Hey, speaking of tickets, uh, Rafe, you are... Oh, yeah. Uh, having some tickets go on sale today for an upcoming show. Today, March 11th, I will be playing the Wildy Theater in Edwardsville, Illinois, right next door to my old stomping grounds, Lori's Place, where I used to uh, wait tables and pick up your your sweet and low wrappers with gum all in them. But I've come <laughs> a long way since then. Uh, and tickets go on sale today at the Wildy Theater. I sold it out last year, had a blast, filmed my special there last year. Not filming a special this year, just going to have fun. Um, but yeah, go to the wildytheater.com and uh, pick up some tickets. If I sell it out, I'll do a second show. All right, that is March the 11th. Go see Rafe at the Wildy Theater in Edwardsville. The Rizzuto Show, traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back with sports. <clears throat> hey, this is Ben Bailey, and you are listening to The Rizzuto Show. Have fun. Keep laughing. Happy birthday, Riz. So, Super Bowl is in Arizona, Phoenix Stadium. How much to go to the game? Average ticket price? Six grand. No, no. Ticket price, average, probably two grand. Two grand, okay. Two grand, six grand. You I'll think it's six grand? I'll go four grand. He's more four of a football grand. fan. He probably knows. Oh, dude, it's it's 5900 bucks. 5900 for the average one yeah. ticket? That's for, Vivid, the, that's for the nosebleeds. Dude. Vivid Seats reports that the average cost of a ticket to Super Bowl to the Super Bowl is $5,911. Dude, when oh. it was in Miami? And that's, uh, yeah, and that's the cheap seats. Yeah, dude. I have no I mean, idea. I'm a Chiefs fan, you know, and I'm like... I, I'm kicking it around like if they go back. Which they are. You don't know how many you're going to get. You know, like I didn't go to the first one in Miami because I was like, I'm a broke comedian. I can't afford it. It was like, those were like 8,500 because my everybody wanted to go to Miami. Yeah, yeah it's Miami. That was like a big, and it was also yeah. 50. It was Super Bowl 50. It was like a big deal. It was like a. Where's this one? I forget again. Arizona. Phoenix. Oh. And I didn't go to the Tampa Bay one that we lost, which I'm glad. That would have bummed me out. And I'm like, you don't ever. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. So. Two tickets. 12 grand. Airfare. <laughs> yeah, dude. Where are you going to stay? Don't think we got airfare. And, and then of all the dynamic pricing of the, the places around there, the hotels, the Airbnbs, sky high, double, triple, quadruple. They're saying for a place to stay, hotels will cost you about five seventy five a night inside the Phoenix metro area. Woo! Mm-hmm. Not bad. If yes. you're considering a rental home, uh, two-bedroom rental homes are averaging four sixty two a night. Jeez, how much is KOA? And that's in Phoenix. That's not even like. <laughs> he said, "How much is KOA?" <laughs> hey, that's not a bad. That's <laughs> no, the no, best way to do it. Yeah. Twenty-five dollars a car. That's you're in Phoenix you know in the winter time. That would be perfect. totally affordable, and I guarantee you, they've been booked for look a year up, or two. Oh, you're look up right. when the waste management open is. I think that may be the same weekend. Oh my god! That's gosh. the big, the big golf, golf tournament over there. Oh, jeez. What a nightmare. Where is that? That's in Phoenix? <laughs> uh, where? Arizona. Uh, you know what bums me out, though, is those prices kind of price out the average football fan. Oh, it, 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 yeah. So it's like fans of the teams don't actually get to go to the game. Okay. Yeah. This event. Unless they mortgage the house. Yeah. The Waste Management Phoenix Open Week Pass starts February 6th. And it goes through February 12th. Oh, man. So it's the same weekend. Bang, bang. Mm. Oh, and that's a wild golf tournament, too. That's the one where it's that, what is that, the 16th hole or something like that? I don't know. Where, like, they have the fans, like, on the course. Oh, it is? Oh, I see. It's all trash. Where they cheer. It's all trash to me. Ah, oh, stop it. Waste, Waste management. management. Yeah, stop yeah, it. It's just a 
It's not a golf joke. That. That's not a golf joke this time. You're better than that. I just had That's a guy reach there. out, and I actually like this idea. He was like, it wants to do, like, it's a charity golf tournament, and he wants to set up comedians at one of the holes <laughs> to heckle. <laughs> and you heckle? can pay to, for them to be quiet, and your friends can pay for them to talk more trash, and whoever That's puts great. more money That's in the brilliant. jar. That's a really good idea. That's now you just idea. have to find 18 funny people. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just going to be one hole. That's going to be like the, oh, I think it's going to be no. like a par three where they could like hit the green. You no, know what I mean? You have to do it on every hole just so you like drive the like the people that take it too seriously crazy. Because <laughs> that, that joke's yeah. that's not going to be funny for like the real people real serious about golfing well, after like, whole four. Up. That's what I'm saying. That's how you make your money. It's a good idea. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, flights to Phoenix from across the country are averaging three seventy five per round trip, which doesn't seem that bad, actually. Well, if that if the airfare is the, is the the cheapest thing you got. You're in trouble. But as we get closer and closer to February 12th, it's going to get more and more expensive. I know, man. Dude. E. I plan on, on camping. I was going to say, I plan on camping uh, two hours away and just driving. The KOA yeah. thing sounds pretty, pretty reasonable. I was trying to sell it to my girlfriend last night. I'm like, you should go. Well, I was. Here's what I said: If the Chiefs go, I have to give up my AFC Championship tickets this weekend because I have to film a commercial. Oh, well, who who are you giving them to? They're up in the air, buddy. Oh man, oh. I got twenty. You guys want to throw in? No, I'm busy. Uh, and well, she kind of gave me. I was like, well, I guess we'll sell them. And she's like, yeah, I might go. <laughs> I was like. Oh, you're not going down with the ship. All right. <laughs> oh, she would go without you? I think she might just go without me and take oh, a friend, which is fine. I guess. That's cool. I guess. But if they make it to the Super Bowl, I can't afford two tickets. I can't afford one ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but. She's got the tattoo, right? I do have a Southwest card. Oh, well, She go. does have the tattoo. So she deserves to go. She's she's bigger I fan agree. than you are. She go to the NFC Championship game. That's fine. That's good true. compromise. Man, you trade. should go. You should go. I think you should go. My All brother, right. my brother got to see World Series here. Like you know, man. There's part of me that's like, just don't think about the money. But then there's part of me that's like, that's highly irresponsible for a. <laughs> hey man, yeah. Yolo, a, a comedian. Yeah, Yolo. Yolo. Come on, Yolo. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. All right, so the big local sports story making the rounds. Reports are that Chip Carey, a grandson of legendary broadcaster Harry Carey, is expected to join the Cardinals broadcast team for the upcoming season, doing pay-by-play. Uh, that'll be on Valley Sports Midwest. He'll be taking over for Danny Mack. Uh, this was first reported yesterday by a reporter from The Athletic. Chip Carey has been doing pay-by-play for the Braves since 05. Uh, he also called Cub, uh, Cubs games from 98 to 2004. He's a graduate of Parkway West. Of course, his grandfather, Harry Carey, called Cardinal games on the radio for 25 seasons starting in 1945. And wasn't there a legendary story that he was run out of town because he had an affair with somebody's wife? Who's that? Harry Carey? Harry Carey. Man, I've never heard that. Yeah. That's I'm too young the legend. To, what? I'm too young to know that. I was just thinking about, I've never once considered Harry Carey making love until this moment in my <laughs> life. <laughs> Hi! <laughs> well, you think of the Will Ferrell thing. Yeah. You think of the Will Ferrell impression. Of oh! <laughs> well, there's my buddy's grandma growing up. She had a, she'd met Harry Carey in a signed picture of her and him together. And she had the thing hanging up. She's like, he's the most handsome guy in the world. Yeah. And she loved that guy. It was hilarious. Blinded well, by celebrity. To be honest, I've never seen him young. Uh, oh, somebody writes in, uh, Patrick. Harry Carey was a huge St. Louis celebrity. The reason he went to Chicago is he got, he got caught having an affair with Augie Bush's wife. True oh, story. Oh, come on. That's, that's all. That's what Patrick writes. I don't know. 
If every rumor uh, he, was he wrote true, true story at the end. What? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. heck. Yeah, that holds up. Wait a second. He wasn't an actor first, was he? Harry Carey? Yeah. That's Cary Grant, dude. No, listen, man. I, I put in Harry Carey, and like, all, it's, it's nothing but westerns. How are you spelling Carey, though? C A R A Y. Yeah, C A. Yeah, C A R A Y. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that would ex- okay. That's a different guy. That's the leader of North Korea. By the way, it seems that Harry Carey never was young. I put in he Harry Carey. I put in Harry Carey Young, and they got him in, gave me an 80-year-old yeah. version. Look up, right, type in he's Carol Carey, Augie Bush wife. You know what? He's a good-looking dude. Look, I mean, yeah. yeah, handsome. You know, he looks like every other good-looking feller from the 50s. You don't think he's a handsome man? Uh, I mean, he's got a look. I, I mean, don't think that he's not. I wouldn't call him a striking man. He's I wouldn't got say a look. that. There he is without a shirt on, man. Tell me that's not. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, All right. this is getting me there. You're right. <laughs> Look, Look at that picture in his boxers. Raw sexuality, that what, man. D- was he avoiding cameras for the first 40 years? I mean, I, I, I can't they find a young fellow. He's been old. Look up Augie Bush. Okay. Uh, on this week's episode of the Let's Go podcast, Jim Gray asked Tom Brady the question we all want to know. Are you retiring or not? And uh, here's Tom Brady. Do you have any type of a timetable as to what you might want to do regarding your football career? Jim, if I knew what I was going to do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. (laughs) You're scratching. (laughs) I appreciate your asking. Thank you. Come on, Tom. I mean, that's... Be a professional, Tom. We're asking professional questions. That's the question that everybody wants to know. Nobody gives a crap about anything else. Why'd they bleep out footballing? (laughs) What am, I, what am I looking up? Are Harry Carey. Uh, yeah. Affair. Okay. Oh. Do you guys watch football? Yeah. Pretty. Tom felt different. He looked a little. He did not he look just, like the Tom of old. He looked like things were on his mind this season. Mm-hmm. He looked a little haggard from life. I think the divorce. He just seemed irritated and kind of checked out a little bit this year. I couldn't tell. I don't know if he wants to go. I mean. You think he stayed a year too long? Uh, I don't know. See, I mean, he's still. I do. Still in the playoffs. I do because now it's a circus and it's a circus for all the wrong reasons. And like, dude, you want you want another Super Bowl? Like, I mean, how fortunate, how blessed can you be? And mm-hmm. and all this and walk away. Be Seinfeld. Be the Beatles. You walk well, away at the top. He's, he's got healthy. a three hundred million dollar contract waiting for him at Fox Sports. But that's what I mean. Like this makes no sense. You, all you did was roll the dice he in a game a warrior, that's a competitor. stacked against yeah. you. I know you're the best. Is he in the wanting blah, blah, blah. to do it till he gets hurt? Is that his whole goal? That's what I mean. Like of all the NFL players we know that have said like you get in it at first it's all about money. Second it's all about a ring. And third you're just trying to get out with your legs intact. He doesn't want to be around his kids. We all know that. Uh, there's an insane conspiracy theory that it was DeMar Hamlin's uh, double who showed up to the Bills-Bengals game on Sunday. You hear this? No. So if you didn't know, DeMar Hamlin was at the Bills-Bengals game uh, Sunday afternoon in Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Uh, it was his first time back at a game since he had the heart attack on the field in Cincinnati January 2nd. So he was wearing a mask, a hoodie, wearing sunglasses. He was shown on TV and the stadium scoreboard. But between what he was wearing... And the bad weather in Buffalo, it was hard to see him. And since DeMar didn't talk with a reporter and his face wasn't seen clearly, some people went to social media and said it was a stand-in used in his place. I can see that for conspiracy theorists. Because if you if you watch the, the, the video, it's so snowy, it's almost like the old 
staticky channel. You know, it's just it's just snow. You don't even see a person. Yeah. It got to the point where people were dissecting other pictures of him, including one from his teammate Matt Milano post last weekend, which was thought to be DeMar's first return to the facility. Of course, people close to DeMar say, nonsense. Internet. Uh, the Bills have not even commented. Internet sleuths. Mm -hmm. uh, and his jersey had a different name on the back. It said Al. <laughs> he had like 1-4 or something on the front. Uh, don't forget tonight, Blues take on the Buffalo Sabres at Enterprise Center. It's race show night. Game Woo! starts. Heck yeah. That is your sports. All right. Harry Carey, this why whole, he was run out of town. I mean, it says, it says that there's a, a few different articles about um, the, the affair being a, a rumor. And he actually said, at first, these rumors annoyed me. And then he said, then they began to amuse me. We don't know this man and all this stuff. Like, this is all rumors. Who knows or who cares? What, what do you mean, who cares? It's, it's a salacious. Augie. For a it's a salacious, uh, <laughs> you know, two celebrities. I understand. I understand. But Look, the, the dude time, was into broadcast. We, we don't know the details unless somebody has The guy said true story. Listen, I've heard that before, too. I've I've heard that rumor. That's been that's been a rumor for many, 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 yeah, but, many but, years. You know, as well as I do, people in the public eye, there's, there's, so it's this easy to make a rumor that lives forever. And the truth is always, and it's also easier else. to part ways if you have this superstar broadcaster and he goes to another, you know, rival team and he leaves. You can have that kind of rumor. It makes it seem like ah, he's a bad guy. We're glad he left. Oh yeah, and some you hear daughter-in-law, some you hear wife. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Rumors, rumors, rumors. Look at that lady though; she's wearing his glasses. <laughs> yeah, that is that is yeah. true. That's pretty suspect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, here's today's headline. Who? There is who knows who. Headline. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry, the official jeweler of the Rizzuto Show. All right, let's go to Fort Myers, Florida. Now there are white glove thieves uh, who are meticulous <laughs> about making sure nothing is disturbed during a break-in, and then there are others who just will take a dump in the middle of the floor. Police are looking for a man who broke into a Joe's Crab Shack on Saturday, middle of the night. The man was caught on surveillance cameras. At one point, he grabbed a Joe's Crab Shack hat, wore it around, stole a couple bottles of booze, and then pooped on the floor. <laughs> Everything was going so well until you left your DNA. Well, and, th and there you go. Well, the police released some photos asking for help in identifying the man. The photos do not show him squatting and pooping. <laughs> Now, I don't know if they will be able to obtain DNA from, you know, what he left behind. That's not cheap. I mean, uh, you send it to a lab. It costs money. Yeah, like, it, the cost of a small Ziploc bag, uh, yeah. a spoon or so, some sort of shovel yeah, device. A microscope. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's tough, but... It costs yeah, a lot they're, of money they're to looking for the guy. Analyze My favorite duty. episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is somebody poops in the bed, <laughs> and they try to... They hire a detective, <laughs> and he tends the poop to the lab, and the guy goes, there's an alarming amount of wolf hair in this feces, and they both go, inconclusive, inconclusive, because they're trying to figure out if it's Charlie or oh, Danny, Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah Frank. Should I watch that? Oh, I do. I, I love I should, it. I, should I love it. it. I think it's the most underrated show for I, writing. Oh, under, right, underrated. Everybody talks about that show. When I had uh, when I had the COVID the first time, uh, I, uh, I binged it. 
was great. Uh, that Wrexham show made me a fan of uh, Mackle. Mackle. Mackle Haney. A lot of people don't like it because the characters don't have a lot of redeeming qualities. No, they're but terrible. Underneath it. Oh, so it's like Seinfeld. A lot, yeah, like a darker. No, these Seinfeld. are terrible people. Yeah, terrible. <laughs> Way worse. <laughs> All right, there you go from uh, Fort Myers, Florida, trying to catch a guy who pooped on the floor at the Joe's Crab Shack. That's today's headline. Who's? <laughs> All right, one final break. We'll come back and wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. First off, I want to thank Mr. Rafe Williams for coming in. Thank you. Hanging out. Uh, got a show to plug? That's right. Wildy Theater, March 11th, Edwardsville, Illinois. Uh, should be up today. If it's not up yet, it'll be up by the end of the day. Go get tickets. Hopefully Let's I can sell, sell it out. out. Let's sell it out quick, and maybe I can add a second show and feel like a real special guy. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do it. Well, we love having you on. Thank you, Rafe. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Always uh, have a blast. Don't forget tonight, race show night over the Blues game, Blues and Sabers over at Enterprise Center. Uh, if you see us running around, just you know, yell, "Hey guys!" Hey, 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 guys. hey, guys. Uh, blog and podcast 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Uh, so much going on. We had the Razzies nominations ca- uh, came out today, and then the Oscar nominations. We we talked about all that and crap on celebrities. A whole lot of news there. Riz News, headline hoosh. Uh, if you were down in Florida and you uh, defecated on a floor uh, in uh, in uh, Joe's Crab Shack, they're looking for you. They're coming for <laughs> you, man. would like to have a word with you. Tell you what, we also talked about the uh, freezy, freaky gloves from the 80s. Those are back. Um, <laughs> the Army uh, got a new uh, recruiting uh, slogan, and uh, Fireball is in trouble with the lawsuit right over here in Illinois. Check it all out, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Hey, by the way, in crap on celebrity news, breaking news, Panic at the Disco have announced that they're breaking up after 19 years as a band. Just happened. And that's the last thing you tell me before just, we man, leave? This happens. Come on, man. Worst been, day ever. Never been a band. Uh, Sorry, Ray, if you had to hear it that it's way. one guy. But Bummer. Yeah, that's, uh, that's <laughs> the news. Today's podcast title is He's Double Chipping It. Find okay. out. I think that was inspired by our good friend Rafe over here who joined us on the show and, and wanted to be a Navy SEAL, so he joined the Army. <laughs> Hear that story on the podcast. All podcast directories, leave us a rating and review. And don't forget to follow us on our socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow it's Best of Best of Jeff. Yeah. So our buddy Jeff Burton will be featured on the uh, Best of uh, episode tomorrow. Oh, that Jeff. I had Jeff, oh, Jeff Dice stuff. damn. Yeah. <laughs> ah. I should have been more Pacific. All right. Not bad. I, okay. <laughs> uh, Scott, anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Uh, Rafe? Yeah. I'm good. Mooners? Hey, man, treat your animals well. You know what I'm saying? As always, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Great lesson. All right, we'll leave you with a selection from our Team Riz. Remember, the day is brought to you by Hot Shots Sports Bar and Grill, proud sponsor of Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz. From St. Charles, Jessica Engel is our Team Riz. The Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.